Recorded live. Um, so what they're doing is they're just they're handing these weapons down to lower and lower and lower because now just like anything, you know, that you start mass producing it gets cheaper and cheaper, like, you know, expensive TVs, you know, digital, they were real expensive at first, now they're going down, 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 down. Now you can get them at Walmart for super cheap, you know. It's the same thing with anything. Like now, my point is that these weapons are going into regular street gang levels, they're going in the police hands, they're they're already in the FBI, you know, it's just, they're getting in everybody's hands because, for one, a microwave weapon could be made for the same price as a microwave, which is 50 bucks at Walmart, brand new. You can take a microwave and you can take it apart and make a weapon out of it. There's a YouTube That's what I'm on saying. There. That's my point right there. What you're saying is my point. That's if why you know I was explaining it, you can that take it's, a not, regular it's, microwave it's, apart. it's not that it's not the sheriff. It's probably most likely some civilians in L.A. that's using this. No, this was organized with police. Are you listening? This was organized with police activity. The police were using it on the crowd for crowd control. This is documented stuff. You can go look it up. It's documented right there. I have read those documents. I remember it. I remember because somebody, somebody in the past, in the 90s, found all these documents and found out what all these big corporations were doing and what they were doing with everybody's money for retirement and also uh, uh, the, the stick, the, shoot, I can't even say it. Anyways, they found out and they exploited all that information to the public. And then everybody came out and, and started to organize uh, uh, groups and they went out and rallied in L.A. I remember what you were talking about. Yes, the cops came out. And they they uh, were trying to keep the the crowd in control, but some fights were breaking out, and some people were, the the crowd was getting hostile. So the cop, the sheriff, oh, I was there. The police it was pretty scary. I was there. Yeah, I it know. was pretty scary. I was, I was on Hollywood Boulevard. I was on they, Hollywood Boulevard. I'm a street so, artist. I'm and I was down and I was down. What is that noise? What is that noise? And the thing is, Hello? The, cops, the cops came and they they. Finally broke broke out a certain type of truck that had that um, round Weapon. looking thing on top of the truck. That was I what I was talking about. What is that noise? It's just the way the phone is right now. Somebody's always doing that every time you come on this call. Because the people, the, whoever it is, they know that we have frequencies on us, so they'll keep making this noise on the call to annoy you. I noticed they echo my voice back to me a lot, which makes me stop um, speaking um, when they don't want me to talk about specific things. Yeah, they always do that. But um, the psychops on me has been just really bad. They don't use the weapons as much as they use on other TIs, it seems. They only use the weapons on me when when they just... Like, I don't know, they don't zap me consistently with it. It's once in a while. But I, I can tell when they're hitting me with it, though. That's one for sure thing. Yeah, I get it all day, off and on. Wow. 
Yeah, um, I get I, it. When I, I always can tell when they're about to hit me with it because there's always a ringing in the ear, and then you feel dizzy, and then you have a headache, and then that's when I know they're hitting me is when the headache is on. Yeah. Or they'll want to make your, your guts quiver. I don't know if they've ever done that to you, the quivering. Yeah, they have. We're almost feeling like I, I'm not feeling good. I'm not going to throw up. It's just I'm not feeling good in my stomach, and it's making me feel like I just want to sit down and try to relax, but I can't. Yeah, it, it doesn't make it doesn't hurt at all. It just, like, quivers. Like, I don't know if you've ever done, like, where they put the electrodes on your muscles, and it's like a type of massage, an electrode massage. Yeah, yes. yes. It's like that. That's what it felt like. Like the experience was like that. Like there was electrodes on my stomach. And then, uh, I mean, I think the scariest time was when they hit me with that dart. It feels just like a mosquito. The mark was there on my arm and everything, exactly what I looked up online. What's your name? Oh, boy. I just, man, I, I, I can't describe the, the level of, um, like, the psych-off system going on in, with this chick that comes to mess with me every day. Like, yesterday's attack on me was, it, it beat me up so bad emotionally and, and inside that I'm still having residuals today, like 48 hours later. Yeah, because that's, that's the perpetrator operator is injecting what happened yesterday off and on throughout the day to bother you and, and trying to annoy you or try to break you just, down. It just made me feel like I was I wasn't even human because because I had you know was in, in sex industry you know because I was in the in sex industry I was less than human I I deserved to be raped and if that ever happened to me. You know, and the irony of it, and, and which I don't understand why it affected me so bad, was I never got raped working working as a prostitute. I always got raped in my personal life. You know what I mean? Trying to have a personal relationship with someone. Right. Like, that was what was... So I don't understand why it affected me so bad, but but it was really what, the, what was stunning me about it, really, that had me stunned, was how could a woman fix her mouth to say something like that, like... Oh, any woman caught up in in a sex trafficking is just a dumb bitch, and and they just dumb, stupid bitch. Like what? Like, are you serious? Like, there's women that get snatched up, and their children, and man, there's so many stories. I mean, you could be there for weeks listening to these women get trafficked in different situations that had normal lives. You know, one lady went on vacation and ended up trafficked. You know, like what? She was a successful businesswoman that went on vacation and uh, ended up set up. <laughs> hey, that lady that approached you yesterday, is she homeless or is she just some lady that comes down and bothers you? No, she's not homeless. She drives a, a, a brand new BMW, a black one, and she, like, it's weird. You know how they do mimicking, right? You know yeah. how they, the perpetrator mimics you? Well, she drives a, a car that looks similar to mine, even though it's a Beamer. My, you know, mine's a Benz, but they're similar-looking car cars. And then she's, like, doing art or whatever, and she's come sets up with me on the street, right? Just, like, because I'm friendly. So when I first met her, I was like, yeah, bring your art. Come to find out. She's buying this art 
from Ross Dress for Less for like $20 and gluing stuff to it or whatever, but claiming it's her own art and setting up next to me and like selling it for like, and I'm selling my stuff for like 50 bucks or $100 if I'm lucky. And she's like, oh, 160 bucks. And she didn't even paint the stuff and it's like not even a painting, it's a print. And it's just like, everything she's doing is just like, like you said, to irritate me and keep me on fucking edge and just feeling like shit. And I, you know, like, I, I, you deserve to get raped because you lived your life as a prostitute. Like, what? She's just, she's just annoying you. I would just let it go through on, out one, in through one ear and out the other. You know, the best thing to do is you can. I, I'm pretty sure you already took pictures of her, but have you ever made YouTube videos or anything? No, I don't even bother because, like, oh, I already okay. know she's a perp. Like, yeah, I understand what the thing you know, is. She could do all the psychos, but I'm just saying, the psychops, I mean, how do you arrest someone for psychops? You know, like, they're not hitting you. You know That's what I mean? The, thing, the, not, re- the reason why <laughs> I was um, asking if she made videos, because you can probably make, like, a three, uh, a six-second or, or a 30-second video and then download it onto YouTube. That way everybody will right. have an idea what she See, looks you like. You know how your targeting is, is like tailor-made for you. So so me explaining my targeting is like it's not going to make sense to someone else that might not have lived their life as a prostitute. You know what I mean? Like it's it's hard to explain like how it – like even though I never got raped in that situation, for her to say that was like appalling to me because – it was like, it was like, wow, you know, you're so heartless, you know, heartless because someone chooses to, to capitalize on their own vagina. I mean, look at all these women they they capitalize on, they put them in magazines to sell some damn product, but a woman selling her own vagina is a problem with it, you know, like get real. It's like, I hate this society. It's such a fucking hypocrite, you know, like, you know. Beauty, sex, sales, and all that. But if you if you want to be an int- uh, uh, what is it called, uh, independent contractor, then it's everyone has a problem with you. You know, this is ridiculous, man. Like, I mean, uh, I'm glad I'm not stuck in that life anymore. But shit, the freedom that I had is is un unmatched. Could I ask you what state you're in? I'm in California. Oh, you're in California. All right. That explains a lot. See, the thing with me is is I was a model, right? And they were doing video games, uh, using my body for video games, characters like Tekken and stuff, different video games. And, uh, you know, uh, so I was like, wow, they're, they're making all this money off my body, you know, like millions. So I was just... I started just thinking independently. Yeah, I understand. I'm just, I'm glad I'm not in that life anymore, but I just, I don't regret it because I had a fun life. You know, I lived like a rich person when I was young instead of having rich when you're old and you can't enjoy it, you know? So, I live my life to the fullest. I have no regrets, you know. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to die, you know, in this program. You know, like, I'm not afraid to die. 
at all. Like they know that too. Like I'm not afraid. Yeah. I think now that I know, because before I was I was all suicidal and why is my life like this? Because I didn't understand why I kept everybody I would meet would fuck me over because they were yeah. all being sent to me, fuck me over to never let me have a real life. Yeah, I think every T.I., when they first get hit, they don't know what's going on because their body's not used to the frequency and it's rejecting it. So they go through all these emotions and their and their mind's running in so many different directions. But after, after about a year or two, your body gets used to it. And then, you you know, you, you get past that. You know what? I really don't care if they kill me or not. I'm going to live my life to the best I can and do what I can to... to, uh, to uh, bring awareness to the public. That's the way I hear you know it. I hear it all the time. That's, where, that's what I hear all the time from almost all the TIs that come on these calls. Even the newcomers, after a few months, now that they know that there's other, pe- there's other people out here that are, that's experiencing the same way they are, it really pushes them in, a, in, a, in another direction of, hey, I'm going to just try to do my best to live my life. Right. Know, even though we're isolated. Ryan, something's wrong with this song. Yeah, it is. I don't know where Ryan's at. He was on the call with Linda on on her line, but then I don't know what happened. Close the call now. Linda? Yeah? Hello, Paula. Can you hear that noise? What noise? It's like a a clicking noise from, like, you know how you turn on a CB, like, when you talk, you push the button, and when you want to, want to listen, you unpush the button. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. So there's a clicking noise in the back. I don't think it's me. No, no it's, it's, not, it's not a it's not a clicking noise. It's like a um, echoey. Uh, I, got echoey? A, I got a clicking noise on mine. Well, does anybody, are, is anybody talking to their, um, what is it, you know? Um, Speaker? Uh, there, thank you. Yes, speaker, that's the word. <laughs> ah, I mean, is anybody else like not remembering words they've known all their lives? Yeah, there's a lot of words that I can't remember. Yeah. You're right. You know, things you just said three days ago, the first day ago, or, or ten minutes ago, all of a sudden it's about... <laughs> Or do it while you're talking all the time. You forget what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Midway through the sentence, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a little annoying, isn't it? (laughs) It's it's an echoey or something. I'm going to hang up. If that's the Uh, phone or what. Can y'all hear it? I can hear it sometimes, but not too much. I can't hear the echo. Maybe it's my phone. I don't know. Did you just no. hear when I came on? No. I'm going to hang up and call back in. Okay. Okay. So what happened with you, Linda? I overheard that you had another uh, uh, drama with... Uh, Brian, the... too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> yeah, he, he came. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I had another little drama with him. He came into the call, and he said, you, you're putting your life in danger by listening to this perp, Linda. Oh, my God. Like, okay. 
Um, um, and I'm a government agent. Did you guys know that? He calls me. He says I'm a government agent. Oh, God. It's all right. You know what? You know what? You know how he is. Everybody else knows how he is that's gotten to learn and understand him. But all the newcomers, they don't, and they buy into it because everything he explains exactly what they're experiencing, and it makes sense to them. And he takes advantage of that. He certainly does. You know, I didn't think he did. But when I heard you guys talk about this guy a year ago, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to give this guy benefit of the doubt. And I forgot who it was. And I, I don't know exactly, but some, I think it was Barb or, 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 well, anyway, they told me, they go, yeah, you know, you have every right to your own opinion. And you're entitled to your own, your own opinion. And, but, man, after a while, I was just like, why is this guy cutting this lady? Why is he saying this to this person? It's their experience of what they're going to. Then he wouldn't answer anybody's yeah, exactly. simple, logic yeah. questions. And when he couldn't answer it, he would always go, well, I'm talking to the whole, for everybody. I'm talking to everybody. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. you are totally, like, avoiding the question. Yes. Yes, he does. And that's, and, and then he says, you know, if you don't agree with him or you don't, or you're a little annoyed by him, what did I do? You're a little annoyed by what he's doing, then you're a perp. Just the way it is, you're a perp. <laughs> uh-huh. And, no and he was not calling you that himself. Like, it wasn't me. It was, it was, a, it was somebody infiltrating, infiltrating and, and saying that in my voice. And it's like, wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's why I wanted to go to San Diego when he when he came yeah. back here. I wanted to go down there. I wanted to sit back and wait until the call started and sit back if he got on the call to see how he would react on the call and watch him. What, what, what happened with your voice? Go to his call. Go to his YouTube. Have you seen him on oh. YouTube? Oh, dude, I don't even... I, I, I watched two videos yeah. and I was over it. Yeah. What happened with your voice? No, him, him, not my voice, him. I just wanted to watch him come on the calls and then say whatever he was going to say and then see if he was going to deny it when you confronted him on it because he's done I thought, it. I thought you said something about your voice. No? No, no, not oh, my okay. voice. Okay. I, I so he came... imitated your voice, something like that? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, no. He says that somebody's infiltrated and, and is, is imitating his voice. He said that. It's like when he sent out emails with about Linda and Derek and and Neil. He he denied it. And I have a few friends here. I made some friends over in UCLA and asked them like, "Hey, can you guys find out if people send emails?" He goes, "Call Google. Google will, well, will totally research oh, and investigate." That's me. The insane thing is, he sends those emails to the people he's calling names. He sent me that email. It's like, really? You're going to be okay, Brian. Um, it's like, gosh, dude, oh, you yeah, know, I'm about Brian. You. I feel sorry for you, but, you know, did you have problems before you were targeted? Because that's what it seems like. Yeah. I don't think you had problems when you're being targeted. I think you had it before that, and we're... And it's like, dude, I hate guys that pick on other people. And if you're the type of person that got picked on, I hate that. I'll, I'll stand up with you. But, you know, you're attacking these people that are totally being drilled every day with these frequencies and their minds are kind of messed up. You can imagine all the little, all the little 
tissues in your, in your brain probably him. all whacked, you know? Well, we don't need and, him coming on and calling his names, you know? Exactly. I mean, I've, got all, exactly. I've, been, I've been targeted a whole lot longer than Brian, too, has. Oh, and yeah, for him far. to come on and call me a perp is ridiculous. It, it, <laughs> it, it's like, like he knows. And the fact that he calls me a government agent tells you how much he doesn't know. That's nonsense. And anybody yeah, who would say it is making things up as he goes along. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. He's changed so, his story. Oh, you know, this yep. is what I wanted to get a, get clear. I have been, yeah. been talking to these different professors that have researched, like, geology stuff, marine biology stuff, history, and, and where Discovery Channel and History Channel will actually come to and talk to these professors, and they made friends with them. I've met them when they come out to do presentations for like two hours in different universities about the latest things that they find, the latest discoveries that they have found. And I asked them about Brian, too, and, and if they can find out if anybody ever asked him to be interviewed and then put them on their their uh, 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 website or anything like that. And uh, about eight months later, uh uh, I ran into one of the professors at, at, at Caballero over here at Palos Verdes, that marine biology mm-hmm. that I talk about. He was there, and I talked to him, and he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, Johnny, could I talk to you? And I was like, yeah. He goes, what's your friend Brian, too? He goes, I'm really good friends with this guy from 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 uh, 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 History Channel. And they never heard of this guy. I go, well, I was talking to Discovery. So I showed him the Discovery Channel webpage that he had. He goes, he made this up. He goes, they will yeah. not sit there and put it on, have, have it separate. He goes, it will be on their webpage. You will be able to t- go to the webpage and discovery and type in about whatever it is titled on it, and it will pop up, and nothing pops up. He goes, this can probably get him into a lot of trouble for father. I go, well, I'm not trying to get anybody into trouble. I just wanted to find out some things. He goes, well, from what I understand and what I know, because I wouldn't tell you anything that's not true. He goes, they have no knowledge of them. Nothing. And I was like, oh. So from there, I just kind of like, you know what? I'm never going to listen to this guy again. Okay, what's your name, Jonathan? My name is Johnny. I'm from Orange County. You said Jonathan? No, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Johnny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Johnny, you, you you in California? Yes, I'm in here in Orange County. Okay, can you tell me something? Or somebody on the phone tell me something. When y'all keep saying, I keep hearing this on other calls too, that they're testing um, weapons on us. What 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 the hell? What you mean testing? When they say they're testing weapons on us. Well, there's different weapons. There's EMF weapons. There's sonic weapons. There's microwave weapons, and you don't see it because they're they're used. You know, to the radio, like radio waves, you don't see them, but they're zapping you and they're flying you from the inside out. They can do a lot of different things with each, each different weapon. The V2K is the one where they make people hear voices. Okay, but the thing about it is, the thing about V2K is they can use it and make it think, make you have thoughts that you think are your own. Or they can yeah. make you hear voices of anybody, your mom, say your mom passed away, they can make you hear your dead mom. 
They can make you hear God. They can make you whatever. They, they can make you hear any famous person's voice. Like You might you want know? to look up, Paula. Paula, you might want to look up, you might want to Google directed energy weapons, and that will uh-huh. give you a more direct, specific idea of, every, of everything, because there are a lot of weapons. There are, there okay, are, if no, you're no, getting no. hit I, by them, I you'll know. know. You'll know you're I know. I know what this. I know they're using them on us. I'm saying, what do, what are they doing? What are they? What I'm trying to say. How are they telling people that they're testing something on us? That's what I mean. How are they? They're going around and telling I don't people they got it. It's testing anymore. I believe they're applying it. And what they do is they lock onto your biometric fingerprint. Uh huh. You know what that is? Yeah. Your biometric your fingerprint. They can use your DNA, or they can. They use, use my like, DNA because they use my trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But see, they okay. have all of our DNA when we're born. If you're born past 1960, they got your DNA in the computer already. So. How do you okay. know that? How do you know? That? Because I, because I studied all about it, like. They, different states have have different rules on how how long they keep the actual uh, hard copy, which they can lie, you know. They but they say they like like different states. Like Ohio is the one that really really started um, uh, making laws about taking DNA because they've been doing it without the parents' knowledge. They prick the baby's heel when it's born, and they squeeze blood out onto a a, a paper, you know, a slide. And then they have the DNA for a lifetime, basically. And that's okay. how they do it. And then when they lock on, you know, they, they, they lock on to the vibration of that DNA, the exact frequency, because it's just like a fingerprint. It, everybody's frequency is exact to them. Like, there's no two frequencies alike. So. Okay, so like, they're not testing Even if you're related to someone and you have the same DNA, the frequency is not the same. They're not testing us. They're murdering us. They're trying to. Yeah, they're not. It's not a test anymore. They're applying the knowledge and the weapons. They're applying them, and they're using them on. Basically, they declared war on the American people, and we are the threat. And that they, the only way they're going to take over is through through the infrastructure. So that's how they're doing it. It's just like Cointel Pro. What they did is they're outsourcing all their surveillance to like low-level security uh, companies, and then the, and then you got uh, them paying street perps to do to do uh, street gang stalking and color sensitizing and all that crazy stuff they do with people wearing red and black yeah, and all yeah, different yeah, colors. Yeah, 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 yeah. They doing all and they that. And they use the target is in that game Pokemon and they play with this shit on the dark web with motherfucking like like playing cards like deck of cards like like you know remember when you're a kid you trade baseball cards they be mm-hmm. trading our remote neural monitoring like that and oh I don't know if you guys are paying attention but this week um, Arizona got busted in this big time uh, child trafficking rink and they were saying that these children were actually currency for the elite. Now, I don't know. I haven't watched the documentary yet. It's three hours long. I just downloaded it. But uh, that just came out this week. And, and the knowledge. And there's all these crazy tunnels. And, and 
you just got to look it up for yourself and make your own decision. But, but uh, yeah, stuff starting to come out about the um, elite trafficking children on a level that that a lot of people don't even realize how big it is. And this oh, will probably okay. get me killed talking about shit like this, but, you know, they've already stripped everything from me. You know, I'm already homeless. The only reason I'm not sleeping in the street is because somebody that that trusts me is allowing me to stay at their place. But they've already come to this person's house and stole things, but the person doesn't believe that it's connected to my targeting. What's your name? Lynette. Lynette, my name is Paula. But anyway, you got some good information. You too. You got some good information. I'm just trying. I keep hearing they saying they testing. They testing. They're not testing nobody. They're murdering. They're not testing. They're using them. They are. They're they're murdering. They're trying to murder people. And if if these weapons are being used on you, you know they're being used on you. And another thing, the people that design these weapons, they Mm -hmm. actually say that the people that are experts are the ones that the weapons are being used on because they know what it's doing to them. So mm-hmm. that's something to think about, just some food for thought, you know, that we're actually Yeah, I can't wait for Matthew, Matthew and them tell us this big news they got for us. They got some big news for us, and I can't wait to hear it. I hope it's what I think it is. Did you guys hear about those Japanese leaders that got hit with the sonic weapon and now they're all, like, brain damaged? No. Why is it Chinese? I heard it. Chinese. It was Chinese. Yeah, Chinese. Yeah, they were Chinese. So you gotta understand, over there, the Chinese, the whole population is under mind control. They don't question the government. You question the government, you get murked. There's no questioning the government. Like that's communism. They don't give a fuck. You know, I've I've traveled there, and extensively. And it's always scary every time. But they say the whole entire population of uh, of Portland, too, Portland, Oregon, is under mind control. The whole city. Be hive my hive mentality. Hey, everyone. Hey. I don't know if I can be heard or not. Yeah, yeah you can. Hi, Patrick. Hi. So, sorry to interrupt. I, I just wanted to add, because someone was talking about it. Um, there are two U.S. consulate workers who've definitely been affected, um, most likely attacked with booze. But the total is actually eight people have been flown from China into the uh, University of Pennsylvania Center for Brain Injury and Repair, and that's where the Cuban, the U.S. Cuban workers went. Um, I think the weapon that they used on them is the same weapons that is causing the dolphins to uh, to run ashore with bleeding eardrums. Did you say well, it's actually pretty consistent with microwaves and the, the sonic and acoustic. I, I've read more than 200, and I'm not exaggerating. I, that's, what, that's one of the things I do. I, I do media analysis, 
and I have not found a single credible researcher claiming that it was sonic or acoustic. So that was a narrative that even the FBI gave up on because of the academic pressure. Um, and so then we're left with different forms of directed energy. Um, and I, I'm no expert in directed energy, but I know a little bit about it. And it, w what's been happening is consistent with microwave radiation. And one of the great things is the director of the Center for Brain Injury and Repair um, at UPenn did acknowledge that the, the changes in the white matter tract in the brains of the Cuban embassy workers um, was, evidence, was evidence of directed energy. It's out there, and I just wanted to clarify the whole bit about the cicadas. At no point did any any investigative um, entities, whether it was the FBI, the State Department, or the medical researchers at Miami or UPenn, the cicada thing was simply put on a show in Cuba, but it was never taken seriously by the rest of the world. So. I would strongly encourage people, you know, I would encourage everyone to share the information that these are directed energy attacks um, that occurred not just on the U.S., but also the Canadian embassy workers in Cuba. And now in China, the numbers are sort of piling up. Yesterday it was two, and now we're, we're at eight at least that are going to really? get further testing. Just to add to what you're saying, you can look up this video on YouTube and just pull up uh, directed energy weapons demonstration, and you're going to see them dem the military demonstrating these weapons, and it shows you uh, humans walking, and then they just get slammed by this unseen force, or they get thrown across the field, or, yeah, just go check it out for yourself, and, and, and that they have deployed it. Um, in uh, Occupation LA, Occupation New York, you know, Occupy this, Occupy that. Everywhere where it was getting a little shady, especially Occupy uh, Portland, because they're already under mind control and all that. Yeah, uh, that's eight, the, You know, that's about the, eight years ago, the, Sam Donaldson, he had a show, and he and he was standing there with, like, I don't know, a big cardboard thing, and something hit him and, and blew him off his feet. And, then, and you couldn't see it. It was something that was going to the air. So Sam Donaldson was addressing this eight years ago on on main um, mainstream media. How about that? Yeah, I think the reason they turned the heat up on me and like and went from covert to overt is when I started talking about human meat being in the McDonald's. That's when they were like, shut up. They started stabbing my tires because I was actually sleeping in the parking lot of McDonald's because I was homeless and I was scared. And I was like, the only place I felt safe was McDonald's. How ironic. And uh, I ended up getting my tires uh, slashed in the parking lot. Lynette, you, you, said yeah. the whole, you said the whole city or the whole state of Oregon? The, yeah, Portland. Portland and Washington, uh, what is it, Washington, Seattle, Seattle and Portland, are all, both of those cities, 
the whole city is under beehive uh, brainwash um, mind control. Yeah. And then look, just a side note, right? The the that ex- that would explain why uh, Seattle and Portland is the highest suicide rate. You, maybe it's not just the weather. Maybe the you know the V2K and all that has got them you know com- self destruct. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, and you know what? What uh, rapper was talking about all this stuff? Lauren uh, Hill. Go look up her song. Um, uh, Neurotic Society and uh, the other one, she's got another song, two songs that she talks about all this technology in her songs. Who? What's her name? Lauren Hill, the, the oh, rapper okay. singer. They, okay. She's a targeted individual. They've already sent her to jail and did all kind of stuff to her because she, she already had kind of was, was like getting presented with the... I think she backed out when they offered her the but, she, but then I don't know because she, I've got, I've seen photos of her throwing up the, the six 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 and the devil horns. So I think so she, you, it was it was too, it was too late for her. She was already in before she, you know. But they all they all signed their name in blood, so they know what's up when they going in. They know what they so signed she, up for. So she converted over. Taxes. I, I believe I believe she she uh she had her son. We were talking about China, and um, you mentioned the LRAD, the long-range acoustic devices that were used in Occupy throughout the country and, and in other protests, and that is a sonic weapon. Um, but what the people at these embassies are being targeted is not sonic, because it could not explain the, the significant damage in the brains that we've observed, or the I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, I believe and, and so that. That's just something I, I think the community needs to begin to to share those facts because we're sort of um, at the forefront of this because of the knowledge we have about the different types of directed energy. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't really believe the sonic is directed. Do you? Do you believe the sonic weapons are, are directed energy? I don't. I don't believe that. I believe they're more um, for like mass mass attacks, like for attacking mass amounts of people with sonic booms and or earthquakes or whatever. So, yeah, they're, so they're, they're directed energy, but they're not directed specifically just at one person. So, That's what yeah, I say. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I yeah, that makes total sense. All I know is they use them in the ocean. It makes the dolphins wash up with bleeding ears. So, Lynette, Lynette, are you homeless, dude, because of them? Um. Well, yeah, in a way. I mean, I was living with my mom who was dying from cancer, but now I'm starting to think about my mom was probably be hitting, probably being hit with the EMF weapons because. First, she had breast cancer. Then she had uh, cervical cancer. Then they took all her lymph nodes, and then the cancer moved to her brain. So they oh, like God. they really milked it. They made millions off of my mom. The medical industry oh, made millions. They probably made over. Crazy? Look, honestly, honestly, they operated on my mom uh, probably over twelve times. 
You know, and wow. you know what? Because she had vascular disease, right? Mm-hmm. And they made probably over, probably over twenty million dollars off of my mom. Mm-hmm. If you if you add up everything, I'm talking about everything like uh, chemotherapy, removing her breast, um, opening her up from the chest all the way down to her vagina, taking stints out of her legs. Um, I mean, every medical procedure that you could do on a person, they did on my mother's body. Wow. Mm. I don't trust the medical industry. Like, I don't trust them at all. I'm sorry. Like, if I had a broken bone, okay, reset my bone and put a cast on, you know, or, you Mm. know, basic stuff like a stitch or whatever. But, and even like um, infection, like if you got infection in your body, you better get rid of it as quickly as possible by strengthening your immune system. But you might have to take antibiotics. But nowadays they've got these super uh, flesh-eating viruses and stuff that are mm-hmm. actually hospital-born. Like, mm-hmm. they're immune to the, uh, to the antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like MRSA. There's no cure for MRSA. It's a flesh-eating virus. And, you know, and you see these tweakers, these people with smoking meth and stuff, they be picking on their sores and stuff, and they be mm-hmm. having MRSA, MRSA, right? And uh, mm-hmm. the MRSA uh, is a flesh-eating virus, and there's no oh, cure wow. for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is crazy, y'all. This is crazy. Do you believe we in America? I mean, it feels like being in a movie, but it's, I mean, it's not so unbelievable when you know about, like, the Tuskegee experiments or, um, you know, how the the World Health Organization uh, distributed AIDS um, through the vaccines, you know, all through Africa and just made it look like, oh, AIDS just talked out from a monkey's ass, you know, like, get real, you know. They had some some bugs come in my house and bit me while I was asleep on my couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, some of these bugs are, can be actually nanotechnology bugs. They're actually, mm-hmm. they look just like a mosquito and everything, but it's, and it could take blood from you or it can inject you with some poison. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. They can do whatever they want. They they have mm-hmm. the highest level and of technology. And my legs swelled up so bad, so, so bad. It has swelled yeah. so bad. Yeah, it could have been actually a, a drone with a needle, a hypodermic needle. Like, mm-hmm. the, the one that hit me, like, all I know is, like, six hours later, I almost had a heart attack. I mean, it was pretty extreme. I couldn't move. I felt everything that, and then when I looked it up, everything that I experienced was right there on the Internet, every detail. Feeling like a mosquito bite, and I looked at it in the mirror, and it was exactly what they described, two little dots. And I was like, oh, this man. And there was no one around. So all I could do was fall over because I was inside my car when it, whenever it, the neurotoxins took effect. And I, could, I had shallow breathing. I could only breathe like shallow because it would hurt my, my chest to, to breathe in. So bad. So scary. This is awful. Awful, awful, awful. 
But I just um, believe it's way past experiment stage. They're not experimenting. They know exactly what microwaves do. They know exactly what, what all this radiation, you know. And they try to put so much fear in you that they do so many tactics and schemes that you're not even a fear. You're not fearful. Like I heard you say earlier, you ain't afraid of dying. Oh, well, how could you be afraid of dying? All this torture they're doing to you. You know? Yeah, I mean, they, they've tried to throw me in cars. They've bashed my head open. They've come in with guns and put guns to my head and robbed me at gunpoint. They've slashed my tires. They've, you know, knocked the um, mirror off my car, off, off my van. Um, they've, I mean, it just go, they've stolen things. Oh, and they put things back. Like, when they rob me, this is like crazy shit they do that I don't understand. Like, I, I crack jokes about it. Like, I can imagine the idiot. I had three, I had a pair of jeans on for three days because when I'm homeless, you know, and, and I just throw them away instead of go do laundry and stuff. And I threw my pants away in the, in the, um, terminal. In the terminal at the, uh, ferry. Somebody, somebody They threw my pants back in the car. They threw your pants back away and back in your car. Yeah, they, and there was nobody there around me that saw me put those pants in the trash. Mm. And those pants ended up back in my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Somebody hey, snoring. Can anybody like, hear me? Yeah, somebody's snoring. <laughs> hey, can anyone hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we can hear you. Hi, Chester. Hey, 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 everybody. Um, I don't mean to sound grim, but somebody mentioned a subject, I think it was Lynette, a few, uh, maybe five, ten minutes ago, and uh, it was about the suicide, or, uh, well, it has to do with us. Anyway, let me get on with it. Um, there's a woman I listen to named Catherine Austin Fitz, and she's like a genius about financial matters having to do with the world economy and our our domestic in the United States economy she worked herself under I forget what administration in a high level cabinet position you know she was like secretary of housing and she was targeted for uncovering some corruption and everything but she had she had said something that I can't I think all of us if, if anyone could wrap our heads around it I think it's our community, us TIs, she said that she knows about this, uh, she calls it entrainment technology, this electromagnetic uh, brain influencing type of technology. And uh, so she thinks, she postulated that in already, like Chicago, for instance, where there's high murder, gun murder rates, you know, and, you know, besides socioeconomic conditions, and and you know things like that that they they could be from satellites could be blasting whole entire neighborhoods to amp up the aggression and anger and you know all the negative negativity they can amp up in a human through electromagnetic free, electromagnetic frequencies just to cause more shootings because who's the people that shoot each other most the young people the the teens and 20 somethings and the organ market is a big money game 
So even if you get shot multiple times, there's some organ, your skin or something, it, it's worth something. And if you're 18, it's it's a fresh one, you know. And that was yeah. She and I yeah. can't disagree with that. Hey, um, I was just talking about uh, this part of it, and someone shut me down on on another uh, um, talk thing. And what it was is um, the level of of organ harvesting. You know, everybody always talks about how it's overseas. But do you know, we are the number one buyers of organs here in the U.S. illegally harvested? Well, that makes me wonder, are all these organs they're harvesting, are they really coming from overseas? Probably not. Most likely not. Nope, they come from shooting victims from our American cities. And I busted the window out. I'm not going to lie. What? Yep, the young young people's organs are worth they're they're fresh, and uh, the younger people are the people that die in shootings the most, and uh, that happens in American cities, and it can be amped up with frequencies, blasted at certain areas. Yeah, yeah. I lately they've just been beating me up with the uh, psychological shit. It really. It really gets me, like today, I mean, what they did to me yesterday has affected me all through yesterday, and i still feeling low today. What'd they do? Just my perp, my, one of my perps is, is this, this black lady that comes, and she just comes to harass me every day, and she's getting paid to do it. And right. she's getting probably gift cards for, like, Ross Dress for Less or... Uh, fucking whatever, Walmart or whatever, something. And she comes every day, and she, like today, like, okay, yesterday we got in an argument about R. Kelly, because you know how he's in the news right now for, for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. And she's all, she's all, and, and I've been stuck in human trafficking my whole life. And she was like, oh, I don't feel sorry for anybody that, um, sells their vagina and gets raped, and I was just like, "Wow!" And she goes, "Any woman that, any woman that um, that ends up being trafficked is stupid in the first place, or something like that." And I was just like, trying not to engage in war, because that's one of um, Sue Sun's art of war is do not engage, you know, like. So I'm I'm trying not to engage in the argument. But I'm just like, uh, I'm being beat up by her words about, because, you know, I live my life as a, but I, that never happened to me in the life or whatever. But just to hear another female say that if that, if I got raped in the life, I deserved it. And she don't feel sorry for women that get raped if they're trying to sell their vaginas. Oh, it's it's okay. It's okay for motherfucking Nike to have some bad bitch with booty shorts on selling tennis shoes, though, all day long. But if she's in the sex trade, oh, she deserves to be raped, pillaged, and motherfucking plundered. And and I just felt like, wow, another woman saying that was like, it felt like someone stabbed me in my chest. And I didn't know. That's not, prostitution should be illegal. I mean, yeah, it would be I mean, safer, medically I, safer for everyone <laughs> involved if 
I mean, I do comedy, and I always say, you know, because Amy Schumer, like, she's like, oh, yeah, I wake up, I wake up, and after getting fucked all night, and I think, like, damn, I should have been a prostitute. I got bills to pay, bitch. Pussy should be on the fucking stock market. What are you talking about? Like, we should have timeshares, you know, like. The average nigga can't afford the, the vagina all year round, so he can live in the vagina for two weeks out of the year for 14 grand. Like, anyways. <laughs> like, you know, timeshares. <laughs> anyways. I'm sorry. But, um, yeah. I mean, her targeting was just, like, I just couldn't believe She's trying believe to trigger you. Case. That woman is trying to trigger yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that every day she's got a different thing. Like, like another day she was like, Lynette, you're stupid when it comes to men. Like, this woman has never seen me with a man. Like, I've been isolated and lonely and I'm homeless, so, like, no guys are going to look at me and be like, let me take you out on a date or whatever. You know, I'm isolated. So she's never seen me with a man, you know, for her to say that. And she's like, yeah, you're you're just stupid when it comes to dick. And she's saying this, like, really loud in front of my booth where I sell my art and like kids and parents with their, and I'm just like, wow. And I just kind of just think, I just start thinking. Into, Do you into ever the ask her for advice? Like say, Hey, well, then why don't you fill me in on how, how to, <laughs> what your opinion is on that? Like, now nah, that's feeding like, into a narcissist. Like, well, she, she didn't see, she's right a narcissist. So her opinion is the only thing that fucking matters. Like, right. you know, like, like, when I tried to say my opinion about, you know, that I don't believe that a prostitute deserves to get raped, you know, um, like, she just turned the music up. And that's classic. That's called gaslighting or devaluing or, you know, she was using every fucking narcissist tactic in the book. Flying monkeys, the whole shit. Just fuck it, you know. But it's like, at least I recognize it for what it is instead of just... Like being like, you know, because really it's boxing, but it's 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 psychological boxing. Right. You know, you're trying to protect your heart, so trying to keep have your you ever, guard have up. Have you ever and, tried to negate it, like to try to like transmute it in a way, being like, I'm sorry, you're hurting I, right now because you seem to be having a bad day, you know, and like yeah, it, it was, it's it's getting like, worse. That's because every time her attack is deeper and deeper psychological attacks. Like, I can't explain it. Like, that's what I was saying earlier, is that if I explain it, it might not make sense to another TI because maybe they're not living, because every one of our targeting is, is tailored to us. Right. Like, everything, they've, they've done a profile on us, our favorite color, our favorite food, our, things we don't like, things that irritate us. They've done, they've, they've done our profile already. The algorithms and the the AI has already got our algorithms, our sleep patterns, our whatever the fuck. Right, and I'm listening and I understand what you're saying. Some people don't believe that. Some people don't believe that, but they don't understand quantum computers. Right. And you notice when I start talking about it, the the background noise gets louder and louder. Notice that? Because they don't want yeah. people to know about what the fuck I'm talking about with the AI connected to to the remote neural monitoring. That's what's really going on. So when they do all that mysterious shit, and you're like, how the fuck did they organize that? Like, nah, it's got to be in my mind. No, they organized it with artificial intelligence and algorithms and quantum computers. That's how they have people 
at every corner because they the AI they know they know where you're gonna be at. They know where yeah, you're gonna Yeah, the AI is turn. sending them text. So the so the people getting assignments, some of them are actually getting paid, and some of them are on under mind control already. So they don't even know that part of your targeting. They're just decided to wear a bright orange shirt and some pink fucking shoes. And you're just like, what? Like, why do they have to be? And they'll always be like, right as exact. Or, or, and then you'll see the ones that consciously know what the fuck they're doing. They'll be doing hand signals and shit. And different. Yeah. Yeah. They know they're getting paid to do it. Mhm. Mhm. But I know yeah. I'm under 24 hour surveillance at any time that I go into the street. And and. Oh, I'm under it. I'm on it. On the streets and in the house. But this 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 lady, I mean, she comes like clockwork to, to like torture me. Like, well, okay, everybody on the line that's heard me talk knows that McDonald's has lit the fire under my ass. I fuck McDonald's, fuck 'em, fuck 'em, fuck 'em. Okay, they poison millions of people. Fuck 'em. Anyways, um, so what does she do? One day she brings me McDonald's after she already asked me why I think I'm targeted, and I told her about my encounter, you know, and, and about human meat being in the McDonald's. What does she do? She brings me McDonald's, and, and I'm like, you know I don't eat that. Why would you bring me that? And, and she's like, oh, you're a homeless bitch. How are you going to be picky about what the fuck you eat? And I said, I said right. yeah, it's just because I'm homeless. Though. Like, you're... You're engaging the car. Yeah, every that. trigger that she can do, she does it. And wow. so I said, just because I'm homeless doesn't mean I have to eat dog food, bitch. And it's like, it just got on that level. Like, oh, I've never seen you nothing say, again. Why don't you eat it? Because you seem to want Yeah, that's food. exactly what I said. Like, exactly what I said. And, then, like and then she's like. Engaging with the emotions. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, I'll never bring you nothing again. You're homeless. You shouldn't be picky about what the fuck you eat. And I was like, I was like, wow. I said, just because I um, I'm homeless doesn't mean I I gotta eat dog food. And I was like, you eat it. Give it to your kid. I don't want it. I wouldn't even give it to my dog. I told her. I said I wouldn't even let my dog eat that shit. You probably feed your kid that every day. And I, I don't know, man. I just feel sorry for. For people eating that shit, man, they just don't know how bad it is, and then it has the nanotechnology in it too, on top of the fucking human meat. Right. Well, but everything is about something that's going to trigger you, regardless. Period. Like no matter what it is, and when you fe- when you find yourself like pissed or mad and angry, and you want to just be like, oh, here you go. It's like you're you're feeding that what she did is correct. So if you if you can kind of like like flip the script a little bit. I've done this before and it's kind of awkward for you because you yourself, it doesn't feel right. You know, like it's not how it flows in your natural state, but if you can just say it something just seems like, like every time she comes around, it's completely staged abuse. Like and it might be. a covert abuse, uh, belittling, um, humiliating me. Uh, shit, it just goes on and on and on. I mean, the only thing she doesn't do is put hands on me, you know? That's the only thing she doesn't do. But That's she's just loud. That's why even other people, like you know, other people have even mentioned it, and, like, they're saying, you know, if you keep allowing people like that to come around and, and be all loud like that, guess what's going to happen? They're going to chase you away. Because, you know, he says, I've seen it already. You know? So now I'm thinking, like, what if she get? what if she's trying to get me um, 
kicked out of there. So then that, now I'm back struggling financially again, you know? Was there a way for you to see that, say that in your mind, and then when you see her, just like, like I'm saying, say something str- like that sounds strange consciously, but like subconsciously it kind of just will make her go, okay, that didn't work. So she's going to try something else and come back again with something that's going to trigger you and exactly something that you said. And you're just going to look at her and be like, she's the one that's nuts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, like, don't, oh, yeah, that, oh yeah, that was another thing she was triggering me. She's like, Lynette, you need to take your medication. And I'm just like, oh, my God, bitch, you don't even fucking know me. Leave me alone. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even diagnosed with anything that I need to take psych meds, bitch. You are. Right. Like, yeah. Like, oh, just everything that woman was saying was keeping me on edge for like uh, six hours, six hours of it. I'm telling you, this sounds strange. This is the one line. Like, tell her when she's saying stuff to you, just say, I'm sorry you're hurting right now. And then, like, it sounds strange, okay? But somewhere she's going to be, like, put off, okay? And it sounds ridiculous. And I'm not saying, like, you're – it sounds like you're coddling her, but you're not at all. Like, you're totally saying F you back to her without without her being aware of it. You know what I mean? So then it might yeah. make her go away, and you're not letting it trigger you. You know, and, and she will keep coming back. Hey, something's going to Can I tell you another aspect of her targeting, too? It's like, I'm an artist, so I paint my paintings from scratch right there in front of the people. And she comes with the stuff she buys from Ross Dress for Less. I don't know if you ever shop there, but in the back, there's always those, like, um, paintings. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, they're printed, they're prints. She buys those and, like, adds a little acrylic on top of it or whatever, like, blotches of it, and and claims it's her own work. Yeah. And she sets up with me like that's her own work. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And another reason I know that she's uh, stalking me, too, is she never comes to set up out there when I'm not there. She only comes when I'm set up there. That's the dead giveaway that she's that she's getting paid to come and you know deal, work with me and bother me and keep me on edge. All right. And I believe they tell her exactly what to say to me for the day and everything. Because every right. every you day, can just somehow find huh? a way. Because your your paintings are your paintings, and so it's it's a different energy. Regardless, people are going to change. You know, if she's trying to get you kicked out of there, she's going to make herself look dumb, keeping, like, it's going to hype her up when you don't react. And it's going to make her get kicked yeah, out. Yeah, she'll, 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 like, okay, a customer will walk gonna... up and she goes, yeah, my paintings are 35000 and I'm selling myself for, like, 50 a 100 bucks right there to get some street cash right now, you know? It's, like, right. it's kind of awkward because they look, and they're, like, 35000 like, fuck, lady, I can't afford that. Like, you know, and I'm just, like, it's so ridiculous. Like, I'd rather just shut up sometimes. It's hard to fucking... Anyway, someone call my name? Who the fuck is snoring on the line? That See, that type of shit makes motherfuckers... I don't think... Shit. I think it it's might not joke. be for that. Yeah, I think it, that's the thing. Like, we can't... It's, maybe someone's getting some sleep. <laughs> You're not going to bother us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they're sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they're sleeping instead of farting. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just dumb. It's, I wish they could make do better a couch, not on their desk where, where their phone is. Maybe their phone is right next to the couch. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, how much do you fall asleep on your phone? I mean, maybe I bored them to death so they fell asleep while I was talking. <laughs> no, I think I feel like it happens every time. Like, I don't know. I get loud monkey sounds every time I log in too. So I don't know if that's on my own or, you know, it's weird. Just strange. But that's why you have to like, or not you have to. I don't mean to say that. It's it helps if you can find a way to just like somehow, <laughs> you know, not hear it. <laughs> because that person's farting now. Yeah, so <laughs> so one of they would be waking uh, up if their phone was on their head loud enough for them to snore. At this point, I would think. So the the reason it was so significant about her saying. Lynette, um, you need to take your medicine or medication and all that stuff, right? And I'm like, yeah, light up the weed, you know. And she's like, no, you need real medication. Is the reason that was so significant in my targeting is that I believe also the big pharma is also got me targeted because I'm a healer and I've healed people from, and, and I know the truth about healing people, and I've healed people from high blood pressure, diabetes, um, gout. Uh, and notice how it got louder when I started talking about it, right? Right, and it's really, all of a sudden. Like that's why you can't, we can't engage with it because it's like almost rhythm, like <laughs> perfectly spaced, like a recording. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. You know. But go ahead. Sorry. You can keep. Oh, it's okay. I'm. But I'm I just agree. saying I mean, that I, once I started healing people. I'm not denying people, that you're not. Yeah. Probably is interfering. I mean, I can't even purpose. say I heal them. Yeah. They heal themselves. I just tell them what to do to make it right. happen. So I really don't take the credit. Like, I tell them, I don't heal you. You heal yourself. Your own healing channels of your own body is what's healing you. Mm-hmm. You should heal this man with sleep apnea. He's on the phone. <laughs> You gotta put a hey, clothespin on his nose while he sleeps. Does does anyone there anyone here uh <clears throat> know of a heard of Ramola D reports on YouTube? Yes. Uh yeah, I was listening to her latest uh Tecto Crime Fighters report and uh she has uh usually Cat Ramola D and I don't know her Indian last name, uh, Catherine Stewart and Karen Horton, who is ex NSA and Melissa Black who's a pastor from down south, and they're usually on there. And Melissa Black was talking about, and she has a particular Air Force guy that's leading her perp brigade against her and has been and doing torturing her with direct energy weapons and so forth for I don't know how long, decades maybe. And uh, his name is Randy Webster. And she started talking about certain things about him tonight tonight on this. And you can hear every time she starts talking about certain things he did, there's interference on their on their call. So it's you know the like, same thing happening with me when I talk about certain things, all of a sudden it gets louder and louder on the background yeah. noise. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is such a blatant example. If you hear this latest Techno Crime Fighters report on Romola D's channel, listen to the lady, Melissa Black, whenever she says certain things about this guy, Randy Rebster, that's part of her per- leader of her perpigade, there'll be all kinds of noises and stuff, <laughs> you know. I've been telling people for years, too, like, if you're listening to some podcast or interview with somebody on the Internet and you hear a bunch of interference... That means listen up. This person knows what they're talking about. But if it's playing Coast Clear, Scott Free, because they're talking about some, you know, like some, I don't know, Loch Ness Monster or something, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, they, they let that play because they don't care. That's bullcrap. The they only would, argument, yeah. the only argument I got on, on this line so far was with one specific person that felt that it was not a death program, that they just fought, just wanted to scare you. And I said, no, they don't just want to scare you. They want you to die. Whether they, like, plot right. out your murder or they do it slow with the weapons, it doesn't matter. It's a kill program. And I don't, I don't think They're genocidal maniacs. They're genocidal maniacs, like these people exactly. that head it up. And all the way down to the minions, the lowest street-level Get out of jail free card, people. They're all just yeah. This you know this big scandal that just broke out in Tucson is directly connected to Hillary. Yeah. Well, if they're working for this program, and whether they know it or not, they're all part of this genocidal program, and it's treasonous against our country. It's it's anti. I mean, it's it. They're traitors against humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Apply, Worldwide, they're tra- traitors against humanity itself. Yeah, definitely. Because it's worldwide. I agree with you 100%, sir. You sound very informed. And the, How, the technology they use, the technology <laughs> use these direct energy web, these electromagnetic frequencies, it's not just killing humanity, it's, it's killing all biology. Our dogs, all animals, all plants, our grass, everything. This stuff is destructive to biology. Biology, which we are all made of, you know. And right, you can't get away with what you're doing and not have some sort of consequence, no matter what. Like you have to, whenever somebody's coming at you, you have to realize it's going to come back somewhere, whether you believe in karma or not. And I mean, the other night I was, just, I actually got a little brave and described the people that I thought were, or the way they looked, and then a, a person, a family member, got a brick thrown their, thrown through their window randomly that night at 3.30 in the morning, and I'm pretty sure it was a coincidence because I'm going to say that because there's just, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's a coincidence. But, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like you're going to follow a woman with a three-year-old around? Like, you're a loser. If <laughs> you're going to be doing that, you have no, what are you trying to find? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? <laughs> The stuff sprayed out of planes, the nanotech we inhale that's sprayed out of chemtrails and all that, that works in conjunction with the the electromagnetic frequency attacks and wavelengths, yeah. whether it's passive or weaponized, that we're hit with on purpose or just coming out of our smart meters or cell towers so or whatever. You know about, I mean, so you all know that about stuff the, kills uh, all biology. So you know about the aluminum deposits in our brains and all that? Yeah, aluminum, aluminum, strontium, barium, they're finding lithium now being sprayed, which is a drug for... I know, you know, I know. That's the dumbest down. We won't have the ability to fight. 
Yep. And that fluoride, too. Fluoride, Hitler gave oh, the I concentration. I know. You know, they uh, gave the concentration camp victims in the Nazi area exactly. fluoride in order to, so they wouldn't revolt. Wow. It just feels more and more like Nazi Germany here. Yep. I call these perps Stasi. That's my little name for them because, you know, the American Stasi. I, I even made a shirt. has one of those little stick figure families people stick in the back of their cars, and it says American Stasi, question mark, because they even got kids involved in this sometimes. The kids don't even yeah. know what the hell they're doing, but their parents are getting them, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, man... Yeah, I have a hard time believing that they know. Everyone knows. Like, I I think, like, they're just kind of, like, there, and they don't really know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, and they get there, and there's, like, it just seems, it it must, like, humiliate them in a way if they have any feelings. Because there's no way that they can think, oh, wow, let me do that again. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, some of them have to know. Some of them are idiots. And they're just dumb, and they don't know what the hell's going on. And then, then people, when they use their kids, they can tell their kids any damn thing. And their kids are just children; they don't, they don't know. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people full well know what they're doing, and the, the get out of jail jail free people, you know, they know what they're doing. They're they they're idiots, maybe idiots too, but they know. Hey, we're, I'm getting out of jail for some reason. Hmm, okay, I'll just I'm gonna harass this person. Yeah, I'm getting right. out of jail. I'll, I'll uh, you know, bump into him in a supermarket or drive in front of him with a whatever. And uh, you know, who cares? They don't give a shit. No, you know, like some of the right. immoral bastards because they're in jail in the first place a lot of times, and then. God, the people who had it all up, though, at the top of the ladder, they're they're complete psychopaths, the genocidal maniacs. They're they're like yeah, even... they might be having fun on the satellites. I could see them from afar, like kind of like <laughs> I'm gonna type in like an algorithm and have this person go to the gas station and this person look at it, so hilarious. They think they're following them, but they're not. Oh yeah, then they're yeah, they're, you're right. That well, then there is the mind control aspect. They yeah. could be neurotech and be influenced and not understand as much as us TIs even know. Not nearly. They might be and be influenced, and they might be driven and not know. Not that they're off the... I don't... They're not off the hook. I mean, they... <laughs> they have to have some semblance of remembering who they were before this Hey, boys. Happened. How's it going? Hey, hey, hey Shawster, hold on a second, man. Let me get that snore, okay? I, I've had a buddy here visiting <laughs> me, and I, I didn't hear that there was a snore on the line. Hold on just a second, man. I thought it was you. Okay, okay, back, 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 back. Yeah, how you guys doing tonight? Hey, man, how you I'm doing? Good. Yeah, I'm feeling better. Hey, Lynette, is that you? Yeah, what's up, fly boy? <laughs> hey, now, girl. Hey, yeah, hey, after all the drama I caused the other day, I thought I'd give you a couple break, a couple days break from me. 
Nah, you all right. Yeah, I caught a lot of fun. I'm the nigga you love to hate. I'm the nigga you love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, 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 no. See, I caught, no, see, I caught a lot of of it, of, it, of, of uh, hell over that, but I don't care. I mean, I, you know, the other moderators have been saying crap about me. That guy can go to hell, and I hope he hears me saying that. Well, I was mad at you that night, but I understood. You know, I mean, I routed that perp out. And that's what happened. And whoever wants to believe whatever is on them. Well, the the reason why I muted you was I wanted to hear Kevin's side because Kevin came on earlier and he was saying you were a perp or whatever. I was like, nah, man, I don't believe in it. Nah, I don't think so, man. She, you probably just had a bad run in with her. But no, I don't. I don't think any of you guys are perps. Yeah, I wasn't gonna blast his ass. On the, I was gonna keep our shit private. But yeah. when he did what he did, I was like, all right, motherfucker, here you go. I'm going to sock it to you, motherfucker. <laughs> and the yeah. truth was, I showed him how to get on uh, FaceTime. And then, because I fell asleep while he was jacking off, because that's one of my triggers to fall asleep. Yeah. As soon as a dude starts jacking off, I get sleepy <laughs> as hell. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's my part of my my uh, uh, programming or whatever, right? Yeah. So I fell asleep, and he tried to turn it into, like, I was, I took a photo of his dick, and I, I could have did a screenshot. I wouldn't have to pick up another, like, he was so ignorant, and anyways, whatever, I don't want to start any more bullshit, but, but, he, and then, like, I told you guys about my, my specific targeting being, uh, running from drugs my whole life, you know, I never used drugs, but my whole life, motherfuckers like Kevin want want to get a bitch on dope so they could do whatever the fuck they their plans are, and so he he kept saying, "Look, look, Lynette," and I'd look at the camera and he'd be taking a hit off the fucking crack pipe, and I oh, am shit. I supposed to be impressed? I already told you, motherfucker, I don't do dope. Yeah. Like you stupid motherfucker. Right. Like I'm I I fucking spilled my beans on this show. Motherfuckers know all every mm-hmm. secret about me. So I don't have shit to hide, you know, but I routed that little fucking perp right on out. And I believe, honestly, I believe he, I don't know how long he was on that, on this line before I came on this line. Mm-hmm. And if he was here before me, then, okay, then what I'm saying might not make sense. But I honestly believe that he targeted me on this shit. And then it was weird because then he tried to perp on that other girl like, Oh, I like you. And then he's like, she's like, where are you at? And she had already hung up. Yeah, now you're talking about my girlfriend from Alabama. Yeah, yeah. He tried yeah, to well, that her. was before we were were dating though. That, that he asked her for a number before we were dating though. Yeah, and then but what made me wonder is because you're kidding like me, right? Telling telling David, please give me her number, and I'm thinking like. What? So, I, so I thought he was, you know, about huh. cool. But then, then he, and I told you what. What was my other part of my targeting? Oh, um, only motherfuckers in jail or on dope or some shit want to fuck with me. What does he do? Connects me with somebody, his uncle that's been in jail for fucking years and years, talking to his uncle in jail, talking about, um, yeah, I want you to fill out this paperwork so we could go visit him at the jailhouse. Because he's only like 30 minutes from where I'm at, coincidentally. Hey, Lynette, I Man, like your paintings. Man, that shit was completely fucking staged. I like your paintings, Lynette. Somebody put a link in here one of the other days, and they showed you selling. You paint, right? 
Let yeah, me... I'm a street artist. Yeah, yeah I'm like a street yeah, artist. your paintings are beautiful. I appreciate that. If you ever want any custom stuff, you know where to come. Like, All right. Serious. Yeah. Yeah, my, I put my soul into my art. Yes, I actually looked it up too, and I I thought they were great. Thank you. I appreciate that. I just want you guys to know that I'm completely fucking transparent. Like, there's no there's no faking I in me. That at all. From day one, I've exposed my the, the reason why I think I've been in this program for life, even though I've only known about it since December 18th when they hit me with this weapon and then robbed me using technology. My perp tracked me to someone else's house yeah. and robbed And then my friend didn't even believe me because he didn't see him. And then I was like, look, since you don't believe me, I never want to see you again. Right. Yeah. And then... A couple of days later, he comes looking for me saying, oh, we believe you because my neighbor saw the guy. I'm like, why the fuck you didn't believe me on my own? Like, my own merit? I'm tired of motherfuckers discrediting me. Fuck but that. you're giving I'm... them your power right now when you're, like, when you're bad and you should be bad. And I no, I just feel like, wow. That... Yeah. <laughs> hey, baby. That neighbor's there. probably complicit. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, <laughs> well, I was gonna call you. Well, Did I'm you guys hear that, or am I the only one that heard that? Nah, hold on a second. I, yeah, I was gonna call you back, babe, but uh, I seen you were already on the call, so I just called yeah. in here. Yeah, Harvey just left. He's he's a cool guy. He he rode over here on his motorcycle. He's got a badass Honda. I thought it was rolling in on a Ninja, but it it's a great looking bike. It's orange. It's a six hundred horsepower. Well, that's a hell of a bike right there. Yeah, he's just a local friend of mine. That's uh, yeah, I've known him since I was eight years old. I told him to be careful on the damn thing because he you get killed on one of them things real quick, man. Those are powerful bikes. Oh. Yeah. Say that again. I would. I. I always wanted to have a motorcycle, but after some dude hit me on purpose in a car going seventy miles an hour on the highway, I'm like, damn! If this, if instead I was in a, on a motorcycle instead of a car, I'd be dead. Exactly. You know, I, yeah, I, I pulled him that. over with my car actually, and uh, oh well, it's a long story. Jumped out with a flashlight, and expecting some big dude be running at me out of the car, but he was pinned in between the middle strip of my car and we came to a dead stop you know there was nothing coming originally on the highway but now there was and then a 18 wheeler driver ran up and i saw the whole thing i was like good because this guy just hit me on purpose Damn. he saw that and, and uh then the cops came you guys and... hear that <laughs> no nah, lynette i don't hear anything i don't hear Shonster talking Whoever that is messing me on Facebook, I, I'm like on I'm I'm on a corded phone in here in the kitchen, and I can't respond to your message right now. But I will get back to you. <sighs> yeah. So our boy David got perp so hard down there he had to uh, he had to uh, jump a, a train. He's riding a train illegally. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for the guy, Lynette, because I did go off on him, but I thought he was perping my call or show on purpose. No, you don't understand how hard. Let me let me just explain to you. They tamper with his stuff so hard. They imitate his voice where you think you're talking to him and you're not. Yeah. They, um, they fucking, 
uh, every time me and him are talking about serious stuff, information, they cut off our call. They make it where he can't dial my my number. I can't dial his. We'll dial it, and it's just like it won't even ring. It just won't connect. And uh, yeah, they perp his phone really hard. And now they've got they've got him hemmed in where he, he's probably going to get murdered soon. Strongly no, I wouldn't that. say that. I don't. I wouldn't have want anything to happen to the old boy. I mean, you know, no. I know it's some guy in the calls. But he's being, you got to understand how hard it's targeting. He's probably got a half a million dollar price on his head. And nah. he's being hunted by Mexican mafia. Uh, yeah. But he'd be, he's, I feel like they would have gotten him by now. Um, they've made numerous but attempts. Serious. But I think that his ability to sense, sense it, um, like them closing in, like when you're from the street and you're targeted like that, you sense it way before they get, you know, like in one sense he had to sleep on top of a roof and then they all closed in on him and he told him like, I got bear mace, get the fuck back. And then I guess they scattered or whatever. Like there's a whole bunch of scenarios that he's, I mean, I don't know if you guys know the, the, when he made it out alive with holding the, the, the gun to the wife's head. You know about that? I did, yeah, I think I heard that. Just a second, Lynette. You know what? I, I think somebody just played a loop of my voice back over the damn show. Yeah, they they did that to me many times. They played the whole conversations. Like after I'd hang up, my phone, was, even though it was hung up, would still would play like my whole conversation was recorded and somebody pushed play button. Yeah. Yeah, I heard I it. Did. did you hear it, Lynette? I didn't yeah, hear that, I, Ryan. Did oh, you they hear? Echo my voice back to me all the time. I heard so, it, yeah, they, yeah. It was, was yeah, that it just, just now. I didn't hear anything. Okay. Yeah, man, it sounded exactly like me. Yeah, whoever's doing that, screw you, buddy. It's probably Neil. So I, I just explained to you they can imitate anybody's voice. They can make it make it sound like anybody famous, or if you're like my situation, my mom's passed, so they could like have me hear my mom's voice. <laughs> Or something like that. Yeah, or exactly. They do cold-hearted voice. shit like that to people. Yeah. These people are... So you know the guy that uh, shot up that school, what did he say? Oh, the devil uh, told me to do it, and he told me how. Remember? How do we know so, he wasn't VCK? Yeah. How do we yeah, know? Definitely. Yeah. Wasn't it was that the, Par- the Parkland kid, the last one, like the one recent Parkland, Florida thing? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he yeah. said the devil told him how to do it, and the devil <laughs> told him to do it. <laughs> it's more you know, like there's it, so it many inconsistencies in that thing. There's kids in there in the school that say they saw some person in full SWAT uniform. And there'd be no way that that one kid could change clothes in that amount of time. They found him. I mean, and oh, I John believe Bader. all of them are setups. I I believe that all of them are like staged events, especially if it hits the false news. flag. Yeah, As false flags to push agendas it's the same like gun control and and not just gun control or free. They want to take our free speech and our privacy rights away, and it's all the. All the Bill of Rights, they all work together, you know. People, uh, people around here piss me off because they're like, Second Amendment, Second Amendment gun control, and people they know about that. But I'm like, hey, without the Fourth Amendment way or work, no. they can just come in your house and take away your guns. And without the First Amendment, you can't complain about it. You yeah. know, 
that the whole yeah. Bill of Rights, it mad, all of it matters. The whole Constitution, the whole Declaration of Independence, it all matters. It was a blueprint for how country, our country is supposed to work, you know, and run. It's not a quaint little rag or anything. It's serious. It's it. Damn. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about the Parkland Foss flag was. You know, the, my Air Force perpetrators took full credit for that, you know. And, <laughs> and you know, when they did that, that's the same time frame that uh, Elvira Williams was murdered, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, the, the, the Parkland Falls flag in Florida, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. the last school shooting I can remember. Right. There might have even been another one since then, but damn, these things happen every frickin' other week now. You can't, can't even track of, track of them anymore. That's my Air Force perpetrators doing all that shit, yeah. They've took they've already taken full credit for it. Uh, and the thing about it, I can't repeat this and put enough emphasis on this. Uh, Elvira Williams was murdered with Johnson & Johnson to round up, okay? Uh, you know, and the people that initiated my targeting was my grandmother's husband, son. His son initiated all this on me with the Air Force and everything. Okay, so Elvira Williams gets murdered with uh, Johnson & Johnson, so-called Roundup graffiti remover, whatever the hell it was. Okay. It poisoned her, you mean? With it. The poisoner, mean yeah. The AI, that's the AI telling me, let me know, let Ryan know that it was us, okay? They're, it's, they're trying to traumatize me and trying to spook me out and make me afraid. That's them doing that to me. They they killed her while she was in the hospital with that stuff. She was no, 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 no. She she collapsed. Uh, according to her son, uh, she collapsed on the floor. You know, and and that told me immediately. I didn't even know anything about this until I was informed by other people about it. That that told me one thing. Okay, she collapsed on the floor. She either had a, a stroke, an aneurysm, etc. But yeah, it, it, <laughs> once I found out through about it. Uh, Connie and others that it had uh, uh, been done by Johnson Johnson. Yeah, that's that's how my Air Force perpetrators let me know that they, they took credit for it and carried it out and perpetrated is, it. If I wanted to pay these people, like just say, hey, look, I'll give you money to leave me alone. Like, where would oh, I, where no, would no, I no, pay? No, no, that, no, 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 no. You're not going to pay your way out of this. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just being real. Uh, you're dealing with a Department of Defense budget here, criminal elements of the Department of Defense. So you're not going to be able to pay your way out. No, 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 no. It doesn't work. Because yeah. they have unlimited. Ryan's right. They have unlimited, right. yes. unlimited amounts of money. Unlimited. And, you, see, you know, the thing about lawsuits with these people is, you know, lawsuits are nothing to them. But lawsuits, this is how lawsuits damage these Air Force perpetrators and others. It's not just all Air Force. The Air Force is heavily involved in it. But, okay. When they get sued, you know, it's not a money thing. They've got the money to fight off, you know, pay you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars to fend off lawsuits and probably even win a lot of them. But it's the embarrassment Factor, and that's what I was telling Linda Costanza on her call. Uh, Costanza, yeah, it, it's the embarrassment factor. When you get sued, it's an embarrassing thing. It, it, it embarrasses the hell out of people to be sued. And, and you know, you know, the thing about it is, when we start to suing, we're going to contact media and let them know about these lawsuits and everything. So, yeah, it's a more of an embarrassment factor to them that does the damage. They don't want people because when they get exposed, it not only embarrasses them. But it exposes them, you know, the exposure when they're getting sued. That all comes out and that's made public, you know. 
that's embarrassing exposure to these people. Unless they're psychopaths, which many of them are, they just don't give a sh- shit, really, you know. But psychopaths, <laughs> for sure, yeah. My dad, they're not only psychopaths, but they're sociopaths as well. My dad is rolling over in his grave. He was a World War II veteran from the Army. They dropped him in Sicily when he's 15 years old. Um, oh, man. And... uh and fucked him up for the rest of no. his life, mentally and physically. And he, he would have never imagined, because I wasn't, I don't think it was targeted as far as I know when he died. But I might have been, but I didn't know what it was. Just yeah, certainly didn't man. know the yeah. terminology to explain right. it or anything. Well, you didn't know how to recognize the signs of it, you know. It's just like yeah, I, was I didn't even it. know the words. I didn't know what targeted is individual meant, or or you know, targeting or gang stalking. I didn't know what that the hell what that was for right. since, since two two thousand eight, and I know I've been heavily targeted <laughs> since before like nine around nine eleven is when I noticed. I mean, oh, yeah, God. it's really it's really hard to do, but it's important for us to start calling right. what it is, which is community policing that's the legal term yeah when you talk about gang stalking people roll their eyes when you say community policing that's a legal term that you know what the hell you're talking about yeah you're right you're right Lynette Lynette. but that when you say that it it just seems like okay yes so community policing like people seem to yeah, yeah, I it's mean, like but, both of them are inadequate to describe what we're going through. It should be it yeah. should be uh crime syndicate policing. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. when people 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 normal people who aren't even targeted, they have some of them have heard of community policing and they're like, Okay, that's a good thing. That's the cops doing what yeah. they have to do. And when you say yeah. that I've then it sounds exactly like the huh. dialogue you're saying right now, I've experienced it. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, let yeah me know I, I what know. I was going to yeah. say. The, the thing about it's community targeting. policing it's is the, unconstitutional. The, yeah, I'm unconstitutional. Right. You better believe it. But the thing about it is, these perpetrators are manipulating not only you know your CLPD community-based policing. They are manipulating those people to target people like us. The biggest majority of those people that work for law enforcement that are, you know, citizens on patrol, et cetera, they don't realize that uh, there's a <laughs> sophisticated satellite technology being locked on us and everything. They don't, they don't know that, but they're manipulated. It's a pyramid. Not a, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. right. Pyramid. It is pyramid scheme. <laughs> well, yeah, it is in a way, but it, it, it's decompartmentalized. These are decompartmentalized. What happens is they get manipulated from the top down. So they, these are these forceful guys. They're manipulating people at the top, at your local level. And a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll try to make they they, they try they run psyop on local law enforcement et cetera and, you know I've got friends that's in law enforcement I'm trying to wake these guys up to this and they're they're receptive and they're listening uh, you know some of my good friends I went to school with et cetera but anyway uh, yeah that's what they do they try to manipulate your local law enforcement because they want to they want to project the 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 false belief that all law enforcement oh it's all law enforcement organized stalking no. It's not all law enforcement. It's some corrupt law enforcement. Either they're corrupt or they're oh, yeah. ignorant. They're being manipulated. It's but every facet of society, yeah, all exactly. institutions from top to bottom. And then the local law enforcement no. recruits jailbait, you know, want to get out of jail free card, perps, gangs, 
you know, gang stalkers, street level boots on the ground, like scumbags that don't even know what the hell's, they just don't care, you know, like, and then it goes all the way to the intelligence agencies. You've, you, uh, Ryan, you know Barry Trower, right? Obviously, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah that, that, he, that, that, he said, he said, I don't know if you heard this interview with him, he said that, uh, MI6, which is like our CIA, that's like MI5 and MI6 are FBI and CIA over in Britain, like our, right. you know. And he said MI6 is running a test on police using the Tetra system, which is a frequency to the CBs they carry, you know, on their necks and their hips, right? Like the, their walkie-talkie type things. And you know, they were running a, a test, like to see how long it would take to give them cancer. And how long it would take to scramble the brain waves, and so they weren't just running. So simultaneously, they're running a test on the citizens that any of the police come into contact with. And because, the police. Yeah, well, they're doing all the police, but the police have to deal with us, and we don't want them to. And then they're all fucked up and brain scrambled by these frequencies, and then they do crazy shit to us, you know, the citizens. And so that's. And he said it was a test. He said MI6 was doing this test. Of and course the test they worked. are, man. You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, too. You do. You know, you conducted a, a, a beta test just to see who gets cancer. Does that tell you anything about these people's mentality? They get tumors right there. They yeah. get tumors right where the damn walkie-talkies are, too. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing, Sean, you guys. I, that's why what concerns me about this Air Force remote neural monitoring being left on me for so long, you know, for years at a time. I mean, is that going to make me have cancer years down the road? Because yeah, these this, frequencies? this stuff, this is, radio, this is radiation. They're they're exactly. hitting us with all of it is radiation. It's Radio not good for us. It's as well. Yeah, you know. all these technologies they hit us with is all some sort of radiation that's not natural that they're hitting us with for constantly for twenty four seven for years. Exactly, so brother. it's gonna yeah, it's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I like to guys. think the awareness gives us a chance. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does. Is that you, babe? How's everybody? I'm sorry. How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, now. How you doing? Good. How I'm are you right. doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Hanging in there. Good, good. Hey, 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 babe. You heard me when I was, when I told you. Yeah, I was gonna call you back after Harvey left, but uh, I seen you on here, so I just called in here. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. I'm All not right. looking out my window at the crazy neighbors, freaking rednecks, <laughs> <laughs> throwing shit out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Are> you, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Are you in Alabama? Yeah. Oh, okay. And. It's just every state, like, why we get chosen out of each different state, just kind of be like, <laughs> I don't know. I live way up in Pennsylvania, and we got rednecks up here. You wouldn't believe it. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of them. <laughs> 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 there's many of them. Like, we're way up north here. 
No, this dude really is. He's like a really big. He's like chews tobacco, tobacco, tobacco. He's like he's crazy. He's stupid, and he'd be throwing stuff out the windows. The cops been all all over there. All <laughs> no, baby. No, baby. Or? I chew tobacco, like, but I'm clean with it, man. It's like ball players. You see ball players dipping skull and spitting chewing tobacco. Yeah, you know, I dip that kayak snuff. It, it's made by Swisher Sue, but I'm clean with it. It's like, and surprisingly yeah. enough, it's not done that much to my teeth, nothing damage to my teeth. Well, this dude is like, you'd have to see his. his my. <laughs> God, I when I played Little League football, like when I, I don't know, it, it was called Pee Wee Pony and Midget Leagues. With Little League football, we wore the pads and all that. Our, our assistant coach gave us skull bandits yeah. during practice when we were tackling the, the dummies or whatever. <laughs> and we were, I don't know, maybe it was like 14 or so, 13, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to chew those, man. But the problem is, see, that's like the introductory. That they roll those bandits out to like to get people addicted, man. It's because you you don't get nearly because they're encased, they're encapsulated in those uh, those little pouches and everything. But when you start dipping enough of those, you like start out with one bandit. Before you know it, there's like uh, four of them and five of them. Yeah, and, and oh, then yeah, that. You know when you're a kid, you try out all the shit you're not supposed to try, like beer and cigarettes and anything you get your hands on, and just because you're yeah. not supposed to. It's like if milk was illegal, people would yeah. crave milk. And, I mean, it's the forbidden fruit thing. You're like, no, and, no, I'm, no, I'm going to try <laughs> I remember I, I, I got, we got some red, net, red man plug. It was like yeah. this plug chewing tobacco when I hey, was that's a kid. Good, and I remember man. swallowing juice of it, and I got so sick. And oh, nauseous, because yeah. I didn't know any better. Like, mm, nah, they make you that stuff. I tell you guys, and you guys that's never put any smokeless tobacco in your mouth, if you're thinking about trying it, you better you better start off very small because that stuff will make you sicker and hell. It will turn you green. Yeah, you, you got to be strong to handle that stuff. You got to build a tolerance to it. It will turn you over in the floor. <laughs> Us kids go up and sit in a tree with a bunch of like. Playboy and Penthouse magazines we stole from our parents and grandparents and smoke cigarettes and chew tobacco and drink beers in a tree to hide in the like, three dirty magazines. <laughs> we used to get some weird liquor. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Liz, that's you? Yes. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. I was saying there was a girl. I didn't mean to cut off the girl from Alabama. I, there was a girl in college right. that I knew, and she... <laughs> That's she cool. went behind the bus and she was like, "How come over here?" And I just met her and she was like, "How old is this?" Yeah. She's like, "I don't want the." Bo-. She was so pretty too, and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's dipping, and I was like, "I think I'm gonna throw up just because smell." Because I was just like, she was sitting behind the tr- the bus, like the football bus or something. I don't remember, but anyway, sorry. Oh, she is pretty. You, you talking about my girlfriend? Yeah, from one pal's about me. Yeah. She is pretty, pretty. Yes, you sound gorgeous. Thank she you. is, honey. Yeah, she is. She, she, she's a girl and from college with a. Well, I won't call her that, but uh, I, I'm sorry for this doctor name to everybody. I'm sorry about that. But, but I yeah, I think her. Leah may be a prospect. You know, we're thinking about Chrissy, but I don't know. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, my problem is I can't. I, there's. What do you mean? 
for No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> Leah, I'll call you. I'll call you and tell you what me and uh, baby's talking about. It's like, I have to explain. I'm not going to go through it and explain it on here because oh, I'm afraid okay. some people may be offended by it, and I don't want to offend anybody on here. So. Yeah. Hey, can yeah. I... Uh, I, I made a snarky quick? comment on the chat the other day. You, anyone heard of the movie Mickey and Maud? Yeah, that was a, a Mickey Moore, I think was his name. It was about a he was about like a forty some year old guy with like a ninety some year old woman. <laughs> and it yeah. was I was joking about you because you hit on everybody, Ryan. Hundred year old, hundred year old, twenties, twenties, thirties, hundreds. Yeah, and. <laughs> and that was that. That was that movie, you know, like <laughs> Mickey Ahmad, right? You said Mickey Ahmad. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. The movie is called that. I, I'm, I'm kind of in love with this lady. She, she, are, she has a boyfriend, so I can't. I'm, I tell her to her face because I don't want to be weirdo. Like, you know, I'm, I'm benignly, and I say, but I'm benignly in love with you. Don't worry, I'm not going to do anything weird. And she's my good friend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but she's prematurely, well, she's about my age, a lo- few years older, but she's prematurely aged just because hard drinking all her life due to some her dad did to her when she was younger. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was crazy. Fuckers like walking around his yard and going like behind the trees and stuff. Oh. Are you safe inside right now? Yeah, I'm inside. Like, I'm just is like, looking out the. I'm looking out the window. He just he just. Psycho, I don't know. That dude is. You're <laughs> <laughs> throwing stuff out his window and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Does he live in the other house, or he's just? Brand- yeah, yeah, he lives in there, oh, okay. but he, but like, he's like the type that wants to fight. Like they fight all the damn time over there, and um, they're they're just like totally redneck. It made me think of this video I saw on YouTube. I couldn't find it again for the life of me, but these people are filming from across the street, their neighbor across the street. This guy, he's, I don't know what the hell he's on or what's wrong with him. He's throwing all the shit on his roof and just doing nonsense in his yard every day and smashing his own windows out and jacking up a chainsaw and, like, Throwing That's it. How the series and like, is kind of, it, I was like, is that <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how, how do the cops not show up? Because the cops harass me for nothing. Have you know for I, they've done it for me doing nothing, and this, this guy's going nuts and <laughs> just plain insane in the broad daylight all day long and every day in in his yard, and people are filming it, and, and the cops never. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> They're busy talking to people that aren't like. That's the thing. That's another aspect of this. I think. Like they're they're just busy doing busy work, distracting things that don't really matter. People hey Ryan, really doing can things. I ask you a question? You um you know about non investigative persons? Yeah, I have that. Lady speaking, I have that in my wallet. I wrote it down. Um, the ACLU uncovered that American uh, Civil Liberties Union. It were we us targeted people are called non investigative subjects something code and they have a code number two twenty whatever, you know. And it it says silent hit. <laughs> hit. Like Whoa. silent hit. 
like kill, hit, a hit man, kill, silent hit something. And this is the ACL found this out from some agency, you know, like. I have that in my wallet in case I get pulled over. I'm going to tell this. So basically, this it's a, they, they got it somewhere in the paperwork to legally kill us. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, and and I'm not sure exactly what agency the ACLU got it from, but they did get it from somewhere. And uh, so basically the ACLU somewhere, somewhere they've they've got authorization to kill us. Yep, and it's on si- paper. Si- silent hit meaning slow kill, like being targeted, like which is a slow kill process. Like exactly, yeah. slow kill, hard, soft kill. Well, yeah. Who is that female in the background talking? Not a female, but I asked if I could ask a question earlier. Alex, what are you doing, man? Where have you been? Why you been M O? When you been? Why you been M I A and and uh, A Wall? <laughs> My name is Dan, by the way. Oh, it sounded like Alex. I thought that was Alex. And new, you know, I'm getting worried about him, guys. Any of you guys heard uh, anything from Alex? New York. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, ask? caller, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the call. Right on. Uh, my name is Dan. I'm calling out of Wisconsin, and I just wanted to mention something that could potentially bring us a lot of exposure. Okay. Um, there's a, the world's largest music festival is held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, called Summerfest, and it draws over a million people um, over the course of 10 days. So if, I don't know if anybody would want to be interested in uh, putting on some sort of, I don't know, I mean, people standing outside with with signs talking about uh, MKUltra or Stop Human Torture, that'll get a little bit of attention. But what my thought process, pardon (laughs) Well, that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, do, do you go to the festival yourself? Um, I used to. I haven't been in a few years for obvious reasons. Well, maybe but, you uh, should make up some great signs and, and stand out there. That'd be great. I mean, that's informing the public. <laughs> that's uh, what it's about. Yeah, I thought about getting uh, a couple of cute girls possibly to get fake blood poured all over them. Oh have, yeah, sex appeal. Yeah, I see. yeah, it works. And then man. It really like does. Laying down <laughs> as yeah. though they're literally being, uh, you know, killed. Um, I think if I think if we could get three to five, and it doesn't have to be <laughs> girls. I think three to five people covered in blood laying on the ground would draw a small crowd and potentially get a media story done. <laughs> well, he's right, Shoster. He's right, man. He's talking about using sex appeal and controversy, the shock appeal, yeah, to, to, to get to reach people. Yeah, he, that's a clever oh, yeah. strategy, actually. Bloody-looking well, people certainly that. draw attention, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could say it's, then that would be their own false flag and that all the cops could have a coffee break. <laughs> <laughs> I think turn it into. That's the yeah. only thing. Yeah. But I agree mm-hmm. that there would be a way to like draw anything that would draw attention and make people question. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's but, we'll draw attention, and then we could have a few signs that illustrate the fact that this is human torture being done on U.S. soil in um, totally against the, the Geneva Convention, totally against human rights and, you know, our freedoms that were given to us, not by government, but by God. Exactly, yeah. It's a violation of your civil rights. Precisely. Yep. Human right. Violation of human rights, no matter what country or where anyone's in. It's human rights violation. Extreme. Yeah. Yeah. And it it needs, this story needs to be exposed in big ways. Um, It does. And I think it's happening slowly, but, you know, if we can create a catalyst, that uh, sparks a fire, then I think we'll be a lot better off when class actions are taking the court. Um, if we can get some decent media, alternative media sources to come, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just pinging seeds right now. <laughs> nah. Yeah, so it's about throwing ideas out there. Hey Brian, I wanted to I wanted to ask you something before I forget. If you don't mind, I don't want to okay. cut this guy off. Is this guy, is this guy, done with his yeah, man. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I heard you say, and I agree. Uh, what, what's her name? Catherine Horton's tinfoil stuff looks goofy as hell. And right. uh, but there's one video of hers where she she's wearing that tinfoil hat on her head and stuff and coat and. Yeah in that room and everything and exactly she's saying you you can see i don't she has a lot of videos but, uh, she has excuse a lot of videos me. excuse but me in this one, me. I but in this one i wasn't like like making loud noises in the line right the video there's certain video by katherine horton where she's like wearing all that tinfoil stuff and saying Look look here and you can hear you can hear and see a dent being being made in her tinfoil at the same time a ping click noise happens. And she's you know, she's not doing it with her hands or anything. Yeah. Something is hitting the damn the tinfoil on her and denting denting it and making a noise. Yeah, let me let me find the echo. Yeah, that's the microwave Shonster. just a second. Okay, man, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I heard that echo. I heard myself saying the same sentence twice because it was some kind of echo. Did you hear what yeah, I said, I found though? it. Yeah, I found it. 
Say you, again? You, did you hear what I said? Oh, okay. So Catherine Horton. Reiterate, she, please. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, Catherine yeah. Horton has this certain <clears throat> video, and she has a lot of videos, but one of them shows she's sitting there talking, and you can see her tinfoil dent exactly at the simultaneous moment that it, you hear a ping or a click, like an electromagnetic hit, and it dents. Like, she, her, you can see her hands. She's not doing it. And it's, it's, ah, something's hitting her. I mean, maybe, maybe tinfoil's not the best protection, but maybe that's all she knows how to do, but something is hitting her. You know, you can hear, you can see the dent, dent in the noise being made at the no, in her the, tinfoil. Well, yeah, it's the microwave trying to penetrate the metal. Yeah, and, the and you, can, hits the metal. you can see a dent. It's, it's amazing. You can see a dent yep. and hear a noise at the exact same time. Right. Yeah, it can fully penetrate it. I've seen people's videos where the microwave had passed through the aluminum pool. But your best bet is to use corrugated sheeting, metal sheeting, or cookie sheets, whatever. It's it's amazing the kind of money that us targets would have to spend depending on what we're going through to, to block all our crap. I I have exactly. one big giant old lead backed glass mirror. I'm glad I have. I, that might come in handy someday. But I'm like, oh God, I just. Well, they're saying <laughs> they say that the mirrors, or you know, some people has claimed to have had effect on the lasers. Yeah. Which I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That. They hit me with such a variety of stuff that I I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah, I'm like crippled for life from my last my last hit that that I can recall. Not that I've not been hit since then, but instead of a hits, it's more like dream manipulation and weird kind of. Right. I think is everyone stuff. getting dream manipulation on this call? Because I feel like everyone keeps saying yes, yes, yeah. I yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, that's really easy to spot. For me, that's real easy to spot because living your whole <laughs> life, no one dreams. And all dreams are kind of nonsensical, but we all know right. what dreams are, how, you know, our own dreams. You know and your real you dreams. Some, yeah. Right. And you get some stuff all of a sudden that's just, just fake. And you're like, that's not me. What the hell was that? It wasn't even a dream. What the hell was that? You know? like <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then you realize you felt like you had sleep. So. Yeah. Exactly. And a bunch of sleep disturbances, like sleeping too much or not enough. Or yeah. regardless of your habits <clears throat> and try how you try to discipline yourself and stuff. <laughs> Are you guys able to control them in any way? Like, like I feel like there's I get choices, sort of. When I don't fake. get I don't get participatory things like that. I just they they happen and I let them roll through and I wake up and I'm like that was fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. They often the, center around, and I can also another clue is they center around when I meet like a, say like I meet like a certain woman for the first time that I will encounter from then on because it's a place I go or somebody I get to know, and they will give me dreams, you know, often sexual about them, but they're not like my own sexual kind of drink because I'm not beyond that. They're you like know, but, coordinating it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like they're trying to set some something up. 
you know, and as part of the setup, <laughs> you know, like to reinforce it in me. Yeah, which you may be right, man. You may be right. I believe you may be right. But, you know, that's like the, it's like the it third It sucks because it makes me, me doubt the, the girl, her, and she may have nothing to do with it. You know, the girl who the dream's about, she probably doesn't right. have anything to do with it. But it makes you question them, too. You're just like, what? You know, they, ah, this crap. The every, All TIs know this stuff and they makes see. it hard to trust people in general, which is right. terrible. You know, that has a, it, it, it's that's the worst one of the worst things being the TI is you know we we have we end up having a hard ability to trust anybody and we have good reason to be really very careful but I mean damn we can't go through all our lives being a hermit you know like yeah I'm tired of it yeah how do you differentiate I put myself out there anyway well Sorry, How do you differentiate real dreams from dream manipulation or forced dreams? Well, I, with me, I feel like I, I've been able to, because I've had dream manipulation long before I understood what any of this was. And I understood what dream manipulation was because it would be the same. And I, I have, like, they give me, they give me, I keep saying that now, but it's like it's like a sequence of events. And then it, it's mundane sometimes or it's, but it picks up, and I can fall asleep, and then I wake up, and then it's, um, <clears throat> it continues without a beat. And then sometimes I'm annoyed, and I'm able to kind of dream through it so I can, like, interact, but I don't let myself feel fear anymore through it. Or, yeah. you know, when I was younger, I would feel fear. It would be the same person or the same dream every night. And then it, would, it was just stupid. It, and it was very frustrating, but I learned how to kind of – control it but it's i can't control it as far as you know you still have the dream but you learn to like somehow you can kind of start setting intentions and things like that and it will help as far as you not getting sucked into the feeling of the dream or at least for me that's my experience hey guy that asked i hear you guy that asked uh i mean to me it's simple uh I just say to myself, well, I've lived in my own body for 45 years now, and I know what dreams are all my life, good or bad, and now these fake ones seem fake. (laughs) They're just not, they're not, have nothing in common with anything in the previous multiple decades of my life. They're just fake, and I know I'm targeted, and this is part of it, and yeah, it, it, you can tell it's pretty. They're the easiest things for me to, as far as targeting goes, for me to just say, "Oh my God, that's that's it. Some of that's not real. That's targeting. <laughs> that's you know." Right. <laughs> exactly. Targeting. Hmm. Interesting. Do you feel mm-hmm. that way that you get dream manipulation as well? <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's crossed my mind few months ago, but considering the fact that I'm sleeping, it's pretty hard to discern whether or not, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard to discern what's going on when I'm awake and conscious and I'm out and about and I can physically see people gang stalking, vehicle convoys, all the other bullshit. That's really easy to (laughs) identify, but when I'm in a subconscious uh, sleep state, 
yeah, it's really hard to identify for me personally. Well, have you ever tried to kind of write down what you're like seeing in the dream and wonder if it's like, to me, I notice like what, what annoys me and I know what it's fake is when it's like all night or something. I'm like with looking for someone in the dream and there are all these strangers and I'm looking for someone and it's boring and I can't make contact with anybody. And it's almost like they're, they're like taking that. And so then I wake up and I'll like go somewhere and then that person or some stranger was from the dream. And if you don't understand what it is, then you start feeling like certain connections with people that aren't real. You know what I mean? Like, but what it is, is I believe that they're like somehow we're tapping into that, you know? I yeah, that sounds pretty. That sounds pretty gnarly. I mean, the synchronicity between your dreams and your reality. Right, but uh, then it makes you feel like you're, like, maybe it's set up before, or, but pr- like I, I've gone through phases, and I'm still, I, I mean, it's never stopped, so I, I don't really know, but it's, it does feel like you kind of feel like, well, was that synchronicity? Did I predict my day, and that's how why it happened that way? Or did I manifest it when I woke up and acknowledged the dream and then I had to play it out all day? I mean, it's like, it, it's annoying because it's, it's not, I know when it's my own dream and then I wake up gasping for air or whatever it is or, you know, because they don't want you to do this. They don't like that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Florida Panhandle. You were in the queue. You raised your hand. Go ahead. Hey, Guy, if you're still there, the the, the dreams, these injected dreams, uh, manipulated, um, they they don't resemble my own psyche. And, you know, (laughs) we know ourselves, know thyself, you know, some more than others. But it's just like this material and this dream doesn't, I've never thought, or this is not me. This is not even a, you know, it's not real. They just seem fake. They're to me, they're really easy to identify. Um, don't be too worried if you're not getting them. Don't worry about them. But you'll probably know when you get one. Because you all get like the synchronicity car tag. Uh, like, you better believe it. Yeah, yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Talking about license plate messages and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do that. It. It's meant to mimic delusions of a reference. We get a bunch of dumb masons crap on their cars around me. Yeah, 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 but they they use all the masons. I mean, they're manipulating masons to harass you. Sometimes I think it's like a new thing. You know what I mean? Like like a lot of like I get a lot of pickups with that on there, and I'm like, "Ah, I'm not gonna play that game today. You know, the numbers are more curious to me because I've been getting numbers for so long. So yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I was curious about. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing about that though, uh, you got to be careful because the you know the real perps, your real perps are doing that. They're going to try to make you believe it's anybody but them. But the real perps, yeah, yeah. I suck so bad at math. They could pull all the number shit all, all day, and I wouldn't even understand it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing that they try to the, kind of subconsciously program you with those as well. I mean, you have to understand yeah. like that is also the dream manipulation. Sometimes I get equations and 
sort of like it was kind of it is yeah. a fun game, but the equations that I would get like they it's not I don't know I don't really yeah. want to talk about that because I don't want to trigger anybody or talk I don't. But the numbers stuff. I mean, there's there's high up like you know Illumin when he went Illuminati for lack of a better word. But those people there, a lot of them are into supposedly numerology and they are and they yeah. they means a lot to them. And I I don't I can't follow it. I I try to learn about it. I can't even. I suck so bad with numbers. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. And yeah, the the vehicle plate. Uh, you know, I, I did some videos on that, and I recorded all of that. They do that to uh, make victims, when victims complain about it, to be suffering from delusions of reference. Yeah. It, it, it's a, a schizophrenic symptom where uh, a legitimate schizophrenic thinks that everything that is said about them and around them pertains to them. It's like there's significant meaning in everything that they say. So, right. You know, that's this delusions of reference. It, 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 that's what they do. That's why they put that into the DSMV to try to discredit this shelter. Yep. And the poor people that get V2K, I mean, I don't get that yet. I've gotten all kinds of other crap to the point I'm crippled because of it, but n- not voices in the head. But even if I did, if I could not, if I could remain alive and not kill myself if anyone asked me if i heard voices i would say nope never because yeah. that's their favorite go-to that's their number one exactly. go-to yeah schizophrenic paranoid schizophrenic here's voices you know you cannot tell people that i mean well right depends if you know the pr- uh, if you can trust some mm-hmm. uh, professional yeah. but most <clears throat> not if i don't get i don't up. give v2k either but i'm i'm wondering if you feel like you experience remote neural monitoring. Oh, yeah. You yeah. better believe it. I don't I get do. V2K yep. either. Hell, yeah. There's That's no other way. Manipulation as well. Yeah. I, sure. I ask myself, I've asked myself, like, almost out loud to myself while alone in my house and my dog, I say, huh, what the hell is this? This either has to be R&M, remote neural monitoring, or goddamn aliens. You know, there's nothing else it could be. You know, like yeah, they're trying there's nothing to spread else. it. The remote neural monitoring with the aliens. There's nothing else could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how the hell? You know, like it's like how the hell these people yeah. know like what the hell I was thinking or doing like by myself in my house like when there's somebody I barely know and you know like you know. Yeah, or you right. say something in exactly. the TV, the quote, or so like. Say that same word like sec like the next second strange. But I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that what you're saying. Mean. And they're I not my psychic friends either because they I can tell that they don't mean me well. I I sent I don't sense anything a good aura from them, so I can't call them my psychic friends. I think it's just <laughs> our remote remote neuro monitoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Has anyone studied um, remote viewing? Or, or are we not talking about that today? Feeling. Remote feeling? Uh, viewing. <gasps> yeah, well, I've heard that theory, too. Um, and 
I know that that was a thing back in like the seventies or eighties. I think they have the technology now. They don't need to do it like do it with people's minds. They just do it with technology. They don't even even just do well, it to anyone. Right. Yeah. Well, it's they might still do that. Instead of numbers, that's what's interesting. I think it might be the coordinates, whatever the satellite is, and so then somehow it can they tap into that, and that's how they. That's why we are like transmitter and receivers. Or, yeah, I, I I do believe that I do believe in telekinesis and that kind of stuff, and I just know there's so much high technology that they could just bypass that stuff. They don't really need to use the human component anymore to. Although right, that could so we still have be like seventeen-year-olds now who understand this, and they could go, "Okay, I'm going to kind of play around in someone's psyche today." Yeah, are you, are you intuitive? <laughs> are you intuitive? Are you? Yes. Yeah. I feel like right. I am, but sometimes I do feel like it's, uh, you have to really work to like separate all this. It's like a lot, you know, it's like, uh, there's just a lot of things. Yeah. I can sit people's feelings. It's weird. Like, and I can like tell if they're good or bad. If I'm in yeah. The room. Yeah. The vibes. It's vibes. It's like reading the aura, right? Yeah. I've yeah. listened to Ingo Swan before. Ingo Swan. Um, he was one of the remote viewers for the U.S. government. I don't know if anyone's ever yeah. heard of him. Yes. They did get results with that. It wasn't like a high percentage, but literally the low percentage when they did get a hit was literally some guy sitting in a chair in Langley, Virginia, and saying, hmm, I see a new missile yeah. missile installation over in Russia in this part, and we didn't know about it, so we go fly some planes over there, and sure enough, there it was, you know, and... Right. Not a high percentage, but how the hell they know that? They're sitting in a chair in America. You know, <laughs> there's something to it. You know, I think the numbers are the know. frequency, maybe. Yeah. The Dog, frequency our pets know when we're coming home. You know, that's been proven yeah. and filmed. As soon as we intend to start our way, set back home, our pets perk up and walk, yeah. run around the door, and, you know, it's been filmed. You know. See, that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. It just got awfully silent. <laughs> My dog just perked up when you said that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think if you're There's no way she heard on speakerphone. I think if you're like 30 miles away and you're thinking about leaving a party or heading home, your pet doesn't have a clue. I think they, right. they hear uh, very well. And they they know the vibrations that your car and your engine emits. So when you're about, I don't know, a few hundred yards or maybe a quarter mile away, probably not quite that far, that's when they start to get excited. That's just my personal opinion. Hey, sir, that, that's logical, too, and it, it makes that, that makes sense. There was a study done, though, and it was on film. Where this woman, they wanted to disprove what you just said. No offense, you know, but they, because most people would think that. And this lady left her dog in her house with a CT camera on her dog in her house. Left with a, to a market, met her friend at the market, spent, uh, is her friend decided how much time they spent there. They spent a certain amount of time there. Then, the lady came back in her friend's car before the 
as soon as they left the market, market parking lot, the dog started. You could tell the dog could sense the dog's behavior changed entirely. Like knew he could. The dog showed, oh, mom's coming home now. <laughs> different car, <laughs> different car, and everything. You know what's what's the study or the project you referenced? I don't know what it was called. It was, I just saw on some TV yeah. show and I yeah I just uh, yeah I, yeah. I, I, I just, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Dogs, animals are psychic, uh, <laughs> for lack of a better word. I'm I'm a little psychic. People have told me I'm I'm psychic before, and somebody said I have some. Spide, somebody said I had Spidey sense, like Spider Man. Well, the thing, no, uh, yeah. The thing about Animals. is, you know, the thing about Spider Man is uh, the, all those movies and everything, the programming in those movies. You know, they've recently came out with that new Spider Man movie, and if uh, you know, I can take one look at the trailer at it, and tell that it's full of. It. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find you. Yeah, I'll find you making the racket. I'll find you, yeah. Don't worry. But yeah, they've came out with all that pro- propaganda and that disinformation in those Spider-Man movies. They're like trying, they're using that to set people up for death, etc. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I never it's watched any Spider-Man movies. Of, uh, manipulation and deception. Yeah. I took this as a, actually a compliment, although it was kind of perpy the person had said it because... They're just somebody who shouldn't have known anything about me because I never met or saw them before. And they made some comment about me having spidey sense. And, you know, oh, which is like me, okay. psych, psycho, like, not psycho. Right, it, it's psych- like being you, you, psychic. consciously aware. <laughs> yeah, it's about being consciously aware. Yeah, your spidey sense. It tells you it's intuition. Yeah, yeah that was right. a while ago. I'm, I'm, yeah. I've been drinking a lot and getting older since then, so I'm pretty dull now. <laughs> You're funny, man. I've been, t- yeah, I've been well. I've been radiated in the freaking head, also. No, that's not funny. Decades. Yeah, but yeah, 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 you're funny. Yeah, the way you <laughs> some of the stuff Thanks, you post in the chat. Yeah, well, like... I try to. What else can you do? I mean, we have no, we can't fucking <laughs> turn it off. Nah. Oh God damn! If yeah. I get, if I had a, I don't know what kind of weapon would take the blast I don't, what's doing it a satellite a radio tower your neighbor or yeah. somebody and you know like my bazooka wouldn't reach a satellite uh what do you do like you know i don't but i don't own any of that shit so i mean what the hell <laughs> right yeah yeah it was good we can all laugh even though we're going through this shit you know yeah, yeah that's all you can do try to keep a sense of humor if at all possible yeah, and I understand exactly. the people that can't because some people, even if some people are even not even targeted, they just have horrible diseases. And they, uh, they, there's, I, I, we don't blame people who don't have a sense of humor. There's some stuff no one can comprehend. It's just horrible stuff, you know. It's not comprehensible by most people. See, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, most people don't even know what's going on. Sorry, y'all. I keep yawning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, and I'm not even tired. 
I don't even want to know what time it is right now. <laughs> yeah. I stay up way past my bedtime on these calls, but hey. You have bedtime? Uh, it's, it's my social <laughs> life. You guys are my social life besides this bar I go to and walk on my dog. and So that's about it. <laughs> so I've been there to a bar for so long. Not even funny. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just like sitting here people. listening. Yeah, I'm just sitting here listening to the call. Uh, so where are y'all from? Um, God, Kev or um, yeah, Ryan, you're from Tennessee. Where are you ladies from? There, I hear talking. I'm from Texas. I'm from Bama, Alabama. Texas my, and Bama. My dad was born in Texas, <laughs> and one of the few distant relatives yep. I've met in my life ever was from Tennessee. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We Southerners have a nice touch. That's how. We do, I'm from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, well, with Leah, Leah, what would you consider yourself a Confederate or a Union? <laughs> interesting that you say that. I I feel like I can't answer that. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're in the in between. Yeah, you're you're like in between the Confederate and the Union. Yeah, you're a federal I'm rebel. A, I'm a neutral, like a independent. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a double-minded programming. It's the yeah, you're a federal rebel. Yeah. I guess that's what I call my alter ego, a federal rebel. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could. I guess that could be. I, I it it does seem like that sometimes. Yeah, because sure I don't yeah. identify with everybody's strong stances. Right. I always have like a inner, like a extra way things could go, and nobody really wants. Yeah, to that exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Y'all just reminded me of nah, a, a really. short lyric. Y'all just reminded me of a short lyric by one of my favorite rappers, Inspected Deck from the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, rebel, rebel, rebel to society. Government be eyeing me. <laughs> and I forget the rest. There's more to it that I forget. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just like so. Well, I do know, but I do know that I also get backlash when I say things that are just too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wish I had me a big fat joint to smoke. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Literally, I smoke pot every day for 17 years, and now I'm old fart. No one. Trust me, no, I can't find any. You don't, you don't sound <laughs> old, though. You don't so, sound well, I'm, old. I'm 45. I'm 45, but you, you know, like high school kids know where to get everything. You, I mean, but I can't, I can't rub shoulders with high school kids. That'd be weird. I'm 45, so I'm just like, oh, screw it. I just drink beer. I just drink beer instead. Older, you know? the yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like I, I I don't know I don't feel as old as I do. I went to a very small school. My graduating class had sixty people in it, and the year I graduated, not I we had never all the way through all the way through high school. None of us had ever heard of anyone or anyone they knew 
having anything to do with opioids or heroin or anything. Then two years after I graduated high school, I heard about kids in my high school, middle high school, mid high school, dying and being addicted to heroin. Now it's the 20,000 times worse. You know, the opioid, opioid and an epidemic. And on top of that, the FDA just illegalized Kratom, which is a natural remedy, a plant that, <laughs> that would help people get off opioids and mm. was a thousand times less toxic or addictive than opium. It wasn't an opioid in and of itself. It's related to coffee. The plant Kratom is related to the coffee family plant, not the opium family. And also, Kratom is like addiction-proof because no one can eat or consume or anything more than a certain amount without vomiting profusely. And who wants to do that? And you don't even need to be an opioid addict. It's just a pain reliever. But the FDA illegalized it because it's competition for them. Right. That is ridiculous. But that's what happened with marijuana. The hemp, hemp plant and all that. There was just I'm hoping marijuana can hold hold out. I hope dumb Jeff Sessions and these freaking Fed idiots, Jeff. Yeah. I mean, damn, it's me. It's the most useful plant yeah. on earth. Marijuana basically is. I mean, so medicinal, nutritious. The seeds, medicin, medicinal effects from everything, and even hemp, paper, make paper, rope, whatever you want. You know, God, I never. I can't think of a more useful plant. Yeah, and you don't have to steal from the <laughs> trees and all that. <laughs> I'm not going to sound very intelligent right now. So. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, trying. It, well, it's the perps trying to, uh, you know, narcissists. You know, narcissists will insult people in belittling ways. You know, they'll say like, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying. You, you know what an artist yes. is. Yeah. I would know very well. Oh, yeah. Some, me, some, <laughs> some real smart person said, I forget who, said, and I believe it, hemp can make every grade of paper yes. like three times better at the third the cost than wood pulp. So, in other words, we don't need to use trees for paper at all. Just use right. trees for other stuff. Yeah, You know, but... Uh, our system is so jacked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You're right. It really is. <laughs> but somewhere I think maybe we created it, too, somewhere. <laughs> no. say, say again. Sometimes I think maybe it's like, okay, we are, we think karma, like karmically these people are going to pay, but maybe karmically somewhere we paid, and then now we're kind of having to endure I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Right. From a spiritual yeah, well, aspect, I don't want to get too off topic and go into things. That yeah, exactly. I know what you're saying, yeah, lady. Yeah, it's yeah. so, yeah. so, so screwed up these days that cra- people's ideas that I used to even think sound crazier. I'm like, hmm, maybe that's it. Because how else? It doesn't. Nothing could explain how screwed up things have gotten. You know, other than, eh, well, okay, aliens, okay, maybe that, who knows, <laughs> you know, right. like, I would just you know whatever, something like that. Yeah. yeah, if they were aliens, like, wouldn't they have just 
taken over <laughs> by now, like, wouldn't it be done? Like, they'd just be like, oh, we want that. <laughs> but I, yes. I don't believe we are the only people in the universe. I just think that they exactly. probably, what would be the point of wasting their resources to get what's left yeah. of our, like, that just doesn't really, that right. whole thing is just a distraction. But I do think maybe that there is something to the interdimensional. Oh, yeah. There's got to be something out there. Technology I mean, damn. and all that. Yeah. Oh, the hut. There's a, a ex astronaut called. His name was Story Musgrave, and if anybody remembers the Hubble telescope, Story Musgrave was saying this astronaut astronaut was saying uh, the Hubble telescope would take a picture of this, and he'd make a square with his hands pointing at the sky. This, and he could see light years away, but just a square with his hands pointing at the sky and now you're we're standing on the earth on a completely 360 panorama so that's just one yeah square piece of the sky and so the the other square piece of the sky there's like a hundred all around your head panorama mm. and how many moons stars planets or <laughs> a star, we we got nine planets around our sun, and it's, that's a star. And, you know, like, there's astronomical. The odds that we're the only life in the universe is astronomically low. I mean, low. I mean, you know, there's no freaking way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Yeah, there's no way. We would be so arrogant to think we were the only life form here, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> A girlfriend and I in two thousand four yeah. saw some witnessed some stuff that personally yeah. I'm I'm coming down on the side. This was a we were being experimented on by probably some military folk with unacknowledged special access projects. Their acronyms like to call it USAPs, <laughs> covert, whatever. But <laughs> these were uh, arc welding light bright tennis ball orbs with clearly delineated edges, not blurry or see-through or ghostly or anything, but just damn bright-ass freaking orbs flying in our faces and just appearing out of nowhere. One, The first one no, was one that Force, came... Right. Yes, definitely the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> first You're one right. came down from the sky, and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything until yeah. my girlfriend sees it, because I don't want my luck to disappear, and she'll think I'm... And so she's like, what the fuck is... What the hell is that? Uh, and I was trying to be cool, because I... We were kind of new boyfriend and girlfriend then. I'm trying to be nonchalant and be like, cool guy. I'm like, uh, eh, government technology or UFOs. And she's like, no, really, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I said the same thing. And then uh, then all of a sudden all these other ones started appearing. And they're flying around right in front of us, like 50, 20, 30, 10 yards away from us. One pulled up in midair, parked itself 10 feet away from us. If I had, like, a long fishing net, I could have netted it. And these things were tennis ball size, welding, arc welding light bright, like, basically white with a bluish tint. And uh, 10 minutes into us watching this for 45 minutes, 
identical SUVs, brand new shiny, identical SUVs started swarming both opposing lanes of the road in front of me. And uh, these orb things like floated over in the next property across and then across this highway that's behind me. Cars drove underneath it. All the, And they were so damn bright you could see, still see them across the highway uh, in the adjacent properties over across the highway. And uh, then uh, at one point I was like, look, there's, the, there's another one because one popped up. They're just like popping up. And she's like, don't point it. My girlfriend's like, don't point at it. And grabs my arm. He acts it down. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, the gang stalking and everything has increased dramatically for me. And I think she had, she was part of it. I, I consider her a honey trap. I mean, she's had something to do with it. Have you guys connected since then, and like, have you ever talked to her about it, or was it just kind of like a? No, we didn't. We didn't end well, and because, huh, it got so bad. You know, when you're gang stalking and everything, and targeting you first realize, and you it first begin. Well, whether it first begins or not, when you first realize it, it where where it gets intense and bad. And I was certain she had something to do with it. I still am. Yeah. I, I, uh. You know, I said some unpleasant shit to her, and we were already broken up by then. And she said plenty of unpleasant shit to me, and did plenty. You know, believe me. It, um, she uh, anyway. No, I don't want to have anything to do with her. I just, I know what I know. You know, <laughs> that's right. about it. Yeah, I've had a relationship like that, but that was before I knew. And now I'm like, maybe she was being, you know targeted or you know just, I don't know, she she seriously she didn't know what the hell was going on I'm, i know for sure though that that night when we saw those things she she wasn't like complicit in it she was <laughs> she was panicked like like uh and i had a camera in my house but i didn't even think to go get it i didn't want to leave her alone out by herself with these things while I went to look for the camera, you know, because I don't know what the hell these things were. My God, it would, um, this would have, would have been like, like a internationally renowned footage if I did film it. But holy crap, you know, yeah. that's the story. <laughs> How long ago was that? Oh, shortly after, a person hit me over the car on purpose at 70 miles an hour on the highway. Then I pulled him over with my car after, as they hit me, I just I had enough of this. I didn't even know what gang stalking or anything was or what it was called. I was like, uh, this crap's been happening to me. Now this person hits me with a car at 70 miles an hour. I'm gonna, I had a pretty beefy car then, so I was like, I'm going to pull them over forcibly with my car. So I did it to a dead stop and, you know, and... <laughs> I had witnesses. The guy hit me on purpose on first, at first, so people saw it, and so I had witnesses. So I got reimbursed and everything. And uh, oh yeah, but well, before my car got fixed, uh, two weeks later, I getting followed, gang stalk followed in another car, going a little too fast, slid on some black ice, lost control, didn't want to hit somebody around a blind corner, which I couldn't guarantee I wouldn't do, so I ditched it on purpose, like took it off-road on purpose and drove it up a bank and flipped over onto my roof. <laughs> Only got a paper cut. like It was like the Matrix that ducked over and 
covered my face with my hands and ducked over in the passenger seat. Windshield exploded. Then I kicked the window out, got out. I'm sitting there, and this cop, all these people come and look and leave, look and leave. As you, then this cop comes and he, he starts kicking me and saying like. Stop resisting, stop resisting, stop resisting. I'm like, I'm not resisting, dude. You put me in the car now, right? What? I had to tell him how to do his job, and he put me in the car. I'm sitting in the car, and he's all the SUVs with these beefy jerks coming up, parking beside it, glaring at me, and I'm looking at them. I'm, I'm saying, what? Out of the back of his cop car. I'm like, what the fuck? What? What? What do you want? You know, and <laughs> the cop, cops are on the front of the hood, like, laughing. And saying, stop it to me. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was it was nuts. <laughs> so, what, this you is... just walked away, you were fine from the wreck? Huh? You were fine even after the wreck? Like. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was lucky. I mean, I, I ended up that, well, it was already, my car was caved in, so it was not functioning properly. Then it was winter, and there's, you know what black ice is, you can't really see yeah. it. And I was getting gang stalked, chased, tailed by another car, but this is long ago before I even knew what gang stalking was. But it was happening to me. I knew it was happening to me, but I didn't know what it was or understand mm-hmm. it at all. And it was, I was freaked, you know. And uh, so I was driving a bit too fast because I was a little mad. I was like, these bastards are tailgating me. And then I slipped on black ice, and I ended up in the opposing lane going down a steep hill, and I was approaching a blind turn. And from that blind turn could have come around a car, which I would have had a head-on collision with or not. I couldn't guarantee that I wouldn't, so I I ditched it on purpose. Like, I took it off-road to just guarantee that I wouldn't have a head-on collision with someone or a whole family or whoever, you know, and I... Right. I went up a bank and my airbag went off between my arms and I have, I'm skinny and tall so I have long arms and I kept steering and I hit the top of the bank and I yanked the wheel once so I wouldn't do a barrel roll and I did a nice neat pancake flip which is what I calculated exactly and landed on my hood. While I was in the air I covered my face with my hands and ducked in the passenger seat and the windshield exploded and all that happened to me was I got a paper cut type thing on my knuckle. Wow. It, I mean, this this is this is some intense stuff. I mean, it's died. Down, I mean, it's not that bad. It, that was the worst period of it. And I know that girlfriend had something to do with it. It's a shame too because she was the most serious girlfriend I ever had in my life. You know, she was like three year girlfriend and lived with me for a while. And uh, but she might have been a honey trap to begin with. You know. Do you think Funny maybe trap. she was targeted as well, though? Uh, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, well, some of these perps are, in a way. Honey, she didn't seem to be targeted. Uh, she was sort of the I would t- sort of mention this stuff to her, and she would treat me like I was paranoid, basically. She would, right. you know, just dismiss it and be like, what are you talking about? Here, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, some of the most obvious stuff, like there's people pulling out in front of us, like on purpose, where I have to slam on my brakes in supermarket parking lots and stuff like that, and all that stuff. I'm like, 
<laughs> Don't you think this is weird? She'd be like, what are you talking about? Your parent, you know, like, uh. Right. Yeah, I don't know what her deal was. Um, I actually, actually with her, to be honest, I'm sorry to go on and on with this. I think she, I do, this is just my sermonization of this whole thing. I think she was a honey trap from the get-go. And while we're going out, I did learn that she, before I knew her, had drunk driven through somebody's yard into somebody's house before I knew her. So maybe she was working off that fines or <laughs> prison uh, threat or whatever, you know, but uh, where was I going with this? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So when I first, I think she was a honey trap to begin with is my guess. And then I think she fell in love with me to the point where she couldn't in good conscience in her own heart, continue being an informant against me or whatever, being a honey trap, and fell in love with me and went with me, then when the relationship kind of faltered, like most relationships last year, ours last about three, and, you know, then she went back to the side of the, her handlers, her, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. maybe she was targeted, you know? Right. She, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like you can't. It's so hard to know. It's hard to know until you like talk, like until you start talking it through, and you're like, wait, maybe this person wasn't. Maybe they weren't part of it. Maybe they were also being targeted. Because anyone was like, I feel like a conscious, like maybe, maybe it was like, okay, here, if you were informed so and so, we'll let you off on this. Or how about you network for me? And they get manipulated into the situation, and then. They, because if she fell in love with you and she has is not a sociopath, but she oh, must yeah. have been very confused with the situation. And yeah. she wouldn't talk it through if she even fully understood or halfway understood what was going on to me or her. She would, she would, she's not the type that would talk it through. She's just no. I mean, you, right now you're talking it through and you're just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she just fall back on that. Hey, you're paranoid, like mainstream. Right. You know? I've had another honey trap too, but honey traps, you know, that, that that's associated with like love interests, but the same principle, honey trap, like they, it could be a friend, just a friend or a business associate, which isn't like a love interest, not a honey trap, but the same principle, you know, like they're, they're perps, you know, they're, <laughs> they're yeah. around you, sent against you, placed around you told crap about you <laughs> and mm-hmm. acting against you you and they it uh what infiltrators are uh I'm trying to think of the other word uh yeah infiltrators uh yeah basically you know and it's same old crap as Cointel Pro and uh FBI's Cointel Pro that Martin Link Martin Luther King had to go through and stuff And I'm just some guy. I'm not special in any way. (laughs) Well, maybe you, like, I don't know. Sometimes I think that people have a lot of information. And so it makes you feel like you're a guy, you know, maybe a lot of people have trusted you. 
That's <laughs> yeah. funny you said that. There's a relig- very religious woman. She's really nice. I met at the dog this dog park I used to go to. My dog could still go inside the run around without a leash part of the dog park before he's too old. Uh, this lady, she's cool, and I, I emailed her some stuff and back and forth. And she was really religious. And I was telling her about this stuff, and she's like, you mean government harassment? I was like, yeah, in a sense. Maybe not just government, but yeah, I think you know what I'm saying. And then she said to me, which was hilarious in a way, because it's something you hear in mafia movies. She says to me one day, in relation to a conversation like that, you know too much. Which sounds like yeah. something a mafioso would say in a mafia movie. Hey, you know too much. Yeah. <laughs> Break your knees, you know. But this is some Christian lady, so she didn't say it like that. She's like, she just said, you know too, you know too much, and that's why. I mean, like, she's explaining that's why. I'm like, oh great. I'm sorry, I fucking know stuff. I, I, <laughs> I guess I'm sorry, I'm not a dumbass. Like, I didn't say that to her. Like, but I mean, society, you know, the. <laughs> the targeting system. Huh, sorry I'm not a dumbass. Sorry. Right. <laughs> if you're a dumbass and you just care about, like, football and Kardashians, I guess they only target you with advertising. But anyone who knows any much more, we get targeted harder and harder the more we know, I guess. Yeah, it's like, hey, of... so-and-so on aisle four has turned off their television <laughs> and not turned it back on in weeks. So <laughs> we're worrying that they know what's going on. Yeah. That's a shame. I mean, damn, my whole school career, elementary, high school, I mean, God, it, I thought it was good to know, uh, be honest, and a per, an honest person, and know all kinds of stuff in the yeah, truth. Question. I thought it was good. I was taught that, in fact. Then this bait and switch happened. Eh, basically, after, I guess, 9-11, we really perpetuated the big bait and switch where all of a sudden, <laughs> I, you know too much, we're going to get you, but if you automatically know how to tuck tail and play the game, you'll be all right. We'll just target with advertising. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's something like, if you are being, like, I think everybody is getting this, and then some people just are entrained and some are not, and that's the difference, and maybe that's, where the, I mean, there's no way that they would have enough. If everybody was asking questions and everybody was running everywhere trying to start their own thing and do their own thing, I mean, it would be mayhem <laughs> for them. Yeah. But, I'm not even a super activist. I talk, op- I don't hand out flyers or anything, but I talk openly to people about this stuff because it's facts. We all know these are facts. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> You want to call me crazy? This is easily researchable. These are scientific facts. They can be found. Just look. And I have them all over my phone. You want to see? <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. uh, But, you know, people, yeah. And I do. I just don't want right. to hear people, it. They, they, like, can't. They laugh and they go, oh, yeah, you're probably right. And somewhere you can see the wheel spinning, but then they don't want they don't want to deal with that. Yeah. And you're right. I think by this point, every but the whole the, pl- the whole plan, the global agenda is to target everyone in the world, which they are, down to the people in the Kalahari Desert in Africa. They have blimps with Wi-Fi, so that the 
the, the <laughs> leopard hunters or whatever it can lion hunters can have cell phone service in the middle of the Calari Desert. You know, um, but you know, if people aren't clued in, they don't, they're not seen as a threat. If they just care about like football and the Kardashians, they're like, ah, who cares? We don't have to really worry about them, and we'll just try. And the most targeting they get will, will be for advertising. Buy this, buy that. They're not going to get hit with direct energy weapons or, you know, <laughs> gang stalked and stuff. But the people who know stuff that tell other people stuff, even though I don't have to hand out flyers and stuff, just the fact that I know what the hell's going on, I'm, I'm telling people like the truth and what's happening, which is true and researchable. I've been targeted real hard, and so so a lot, a lot of us, you know, probably yourself as well, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always moved around, and I always have been like I question things, and I've always had to like make new friends. And so, whenever, even when I was younger, it was always like I, it felt like Tower of Babel my whole life, like just kind of explaining stuff. I mean, even now, even uh, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. Hello. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I thought I dropped. Off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and every I, I, the way I see it, hell, it's all true. It's so far before they totally censor the internet, it's still all easily researchable to anyone. So just say it because it's the truth. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> right. And uh, if people what a Poo-poo. To me, like, I don't know. When I know someone has an, an intellect about them and they're denying this full, like, denying, denying, like, digging their heels in and denying, to me, I'm like, hmm, you're probably just complicit in it. <laughs> Not right, yeah. yeah. Well, because once <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't, if you have a conscience or if you have any soul, you can't, like, oh, well, oh, this is this is true, but I'm gonna totally be cool. But like, it's totally fine. Yeah, I mean, you're right. <laughs> if anyone has any conscience, this is genocide is going on yes, here. Genocide, <laughs> not just our own country, not to mention treason in our own country, but worldwide genocide. <laughs> yeah. So we, as a human species, have to want to live. <laughs> Stand up, you know. Speak at least, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like when even when you speak, it's like you no. Know, everyone's just like, well, oh, that's funny, or that's. <laughs> I know. Well, that, the dumbing down of society. That thing. Whoever made said that quote. That's true, and it's you can see it in action, real, real clearly these days. Yeah. I mentioned Kardashian for some reason earlier. That's an example. Who cares about the Kardashians, you know, but like the right. I mean, real popular T V show. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that that I I just don't even watch. Like I can't even like entertain into that at all because like I don't know. I would not want to be in their position at all. And I think even when now when they have children, even before I had a child, like, I can't, I hated it when children were on the cover of magazines. So I thought, why, why isn't there a law to protect at least the children? Like, when they were born into celebrity, you know, they didn't choose to have cameras, you know, coming into their face or you know, all that yeah. stuff, you know? 
well, even even YouTube, they have. I ah man, this is unbelievable. They I I found this video. There's this lady I listened to. She used to be called Kafka Kafka Winston World. Now she calls herself Never Lose Truth. The YouTube been censoring her and blocking her channel. She has to start new ones. And you she has this video. So I YouTube has a section like a special part on it called YouTube Kids, mm-hmm. which is ostensibly for stuff for kids on YouTube. And mind you, meanwhile YouTube is censoring. And cutting the channels of people putting out educational adults putting out educational informational good information just because it conflicts with the mainstream horse crap liaria <laughs> you, you know but YouTube kids they have this guy dressed as Spider Man like Photoshop yeah. burying children like burning children. And heating a kitchen knife up on the electric stove, and this lady comes over, bends over, and gets something out of the fridge, and her undies show, and he, the Spider-Man guy, like, burns her in the ass with the side of the knife, and that's on the YouTube Kids channel. But mm-hmm. they're censoring stuff, new, like, human interest, like, real information that conflicts with the mainstream news, and right. letting that crap on there. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, YouTube, they, they, I call it yeah. ScrewTube and Scroogle. They're, they're owned by Google. Scroogle, you know. <laughs> it's very true. Hey, guys. Yeah. Um, Seanster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just wasn't hey. sure if you could hear me or not. I've just been listening. I got a huge kick, Seanster, out of you talking about um, if if milk were illegal... Um, just, just sort of <laughs> thinking about that this whole yeah. subculture would have developed around milk. <laughs> we, the, it's the, forbidden, the, the forbidden, forbidden fruit, the forbidden fruit yeah. thing. Like, yeah. I mean, all kids want to do naughty stuff. You know, stuff they know, they want to get away with stuff they're not supposed to do. It's just a thing kids do, you know. And so... <laughs> So illegality. Hmm. Huh, that, that, when I I I remember man, when I when I smoked pot when I was a kid, I felt like a badass. I was like cool. Then it when I got older, I was just like I just like weed. <laughs> you know. That, <laughs> you know that's how it is. And so if milk was illegal, then all these people be drinking shitloads of milk. All these children would be like they'd be getting off the black market. <laughs> They'd be yeah, buying all the like, milk cartons at the lunch <laughs> school lunch counter. They'd be like getting a whole tray full of milk. <laughs> it, yeah, it would cost about like three hundred to six hundred dollars a gallon. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, yeah, they'd start charging that much for it. Oh Jesus, Oh, man! <laughs> people killing other people over it. You know, like. It, <laughs> yeah. like last house standing, like everybody trying to get to it. Like it's it's totally absurd, but in time, I hope if we can make it this far, maybe not us, but mankind, mankind will look back at this period and just be like, "What? <laughs> what plant did they make illegal?" The, 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 the <laughs> I'm looking at this period like what from. From like five years ago till now, I'm looking at this period like what? What the hell? <laughs> and, 
and I was starting to see what was going on, but I couldn't even, I can't even keep up with it. You know, it's, it's, whoa. Ah, man. Goddamn, people, YouTube is paying people to eat Tide, ah, man. There's these kids that eat, and even adults that eat Tide Pods, laundry detergent pods. They eat them, and they smoke them, and they vape them. And then there's the condom snorting thing, where they snort condoms condoms and pull them out their mouth. For real? Yeah. And YouTube pays people for that still. But YouTube will no longer pay people. In fact, it will censor and totally shut down channels of people who have good information, educational stuff that conflicts with mainstream news that has anything to do with anything political. Or, you know, anything serious. Yeah. Well, it, it's bizarre. A lot of the mainstream media that um, was respected, though though they never really earned it, you know, like the Washington Post specifically, is owned by the Amazon guy, uh, Bezos or Bezos. Yeah. I, I read all my news, so I'm, I'm off with a lot of pronunciations. But um, it's got... Yeah, he's one of those big scumbags. Yeah. And that paper, um, you know, even though it used to, you know, peddle a lot of slop and disinformation, it generally tried to keep this sort of journalistic tone. I mean, it was fake, of course, but since Bezos has taken it over, it's it's you know, it's just ragging on Trump and following Trump's um, Twitter accounts, and it's it's. So much more like uh, National Enquirer. And there's been times I've been looking at, you know, like uh, magazine newspaper racks at the grocery store somewhere, and I'll see an article, you know, in, in an, uh, a National Enquirer um, that's actually, you know, something I would actually want to read and, you know, noteworthy. So things are all upside down. Yeah. I mean, this stuff, I mean, the. We, we we TIs we're we're I don't know we're something we're we're damn smart I'll say because most of the population like ninety plus percent believes all the horse shit which is all all of it is horse shit the mainstream everything is a bunch of shit <laughs> you know like right and they're upset about yeah, it like upset upset. Yeah, it makes sense that they, you know it you know consistent with with sort of the way like the Nazis targeted you know, distinct Polish people and the, the intelligentsia. But I mean, in this case, it could be you know just well, well academics, intelligentsia, but also just um, intelligent people, indemi- you know, <laughs> independent-minded people. And then yeah. I, I, I do think there are targets of convenience. And I'm not sure I could be just a target of a convenience. Oh yeah, like, there are there there are. Oh man, but yeah, like you said before that, the targets of the convenience, all the people, the the intelligent people. If I ran a country or had owned my own country, I'd want intelligent people in it. I wouldn't target them. I'd welcome them in, <laughs> and I would kind of like eh, try to smarten up the dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort of like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah we're going to send speak- you in to educate the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it speaks to the reality that the uh, the bad folks, whatever you want to call them, the globalists, the Illuminati, that they've had their 
Yeah. They're Genocidal maniacs. Yeah, and they've been essentially running things from, you know, from behind the scenes for quite a while. Um, so, yeah, so they, it, 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 there is this, you know, very distinct dumbing down um, that's, well, it's really scary. Um, and then, of course, the whole, the whole notion and reality that they're killing us <laughs> very slowly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing on a side note. <laughs> but, yeah, my, yeah, it's crazy. Unbelievable. I mean, damn, I'm like, like laughing at my, even though I'm getting murdered by this, I can't even help it. It's just harder. I, I mean, I ran my mind around it, but I don't know what the on how to unpack it. I'm I'm just yeah. <laughs> it's some I I laugh sometimes and I rage sometimes. Sometimes I cuss and curse and want think of ways I won't get in trouble by threatening to go to those trillionaires' houses and murder them in front of their families. Other times I'm I'm, I'm just laughing, you, you know. And uh, it's 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 what nuts. Yeah, I've reached oh, the point yeah. that I yeah. started calling attorneys to try to figure out like what sort of waivers and releases um I would need to get to to fight someone that they could that they could <laughs> sign something and then then you know we could legally go go behind the house where it's soft and pine needles um because there's like a few people you know in my complex that uh, right. fake fucking as Tupac <laughs> says, you know, fake-ass bitches. Yeah. And they are, you know, they, 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 got the tats and they got the tats and everything like that, but they they probably really did spend time in prison and probably <laughs> snitched yeah, people exactly. out, and so they got put in the... the uh, the, the the compartmentalized the sensitive needs <laughs> exactly yeah and yeah, then the man, sensitive left, needs left you, this is the way you explain things you're like Greep, you're a funny guy man go ahead <laughs> man. <laughs> now go ahead Patrick hey, Patrick man. Is, are you Inca oh man go ahead yeah yeah I'm Inca all right, hey man, you got you're the man with the links. You got yeah, you have really great, great, great information. In yeah, you know. Thanks, I enjoy. I enjoy <laughs> learning and throwing that shit out there. Um, Actually, throw it out there, man. What's that? Throw it out there. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, it was just my um, my neighbors really are they're. Um, you know, this is a real thing that's been happening in, in, in the culture is there's been social engineering specifically targeting like bloods and crips. So they get um, different bloods and crips to roll on each other. And then to keep them alive, they put them in these sensitive needs parts of the prisons. And then when they get out, well, actually, when they're in prison, they form their own little gangs within the sensitive need programs. And then when they get out, 
they're basically professional snitches. You know, so it's a professor, you know, professional snitch gang. Um, and I told them that, <laughs> which, which most, I mean, I've worked with gang kids and, you know, um, if, you know, if I had actually at just any point in time got really upset with them and said, you guys are a bunch of fake ass bitches, you know, um, <laughs> there's a good chance I would have been shot, you know, but. So I think that's wild that that at least in my my targeting and I and I suspect a lot of other people um if you have people that look like they're using something hard um that they did do do some time and can't prove might be maybe it's a computer But anyways, I was just rambling about that. Inca, you live in uh California? Or where you live? Uh, North Carolina. So oh, okay. in the middle of the day. Yeah. In, uh, I, I, I wonder. I guess Bloods and Crips are still around, but, man, I remember watching this great movie, old classic movie called Colors with Robert Duvall and uh, Sean Penn, where Sean Penn and Robert Duvall were cops in South Central L.A. during the crack epidemic in L.A. It's called Colors. And that was when the Bloods and Crips were, Crips were around, but since then it's, Mexican, I mean, Latino gangs took it over. Back then in that movie, with the Mexican Latino gangs were just the small ones, and the Black Crips and Bloods were the big ones. Now, I don't, I don't even know. I guess the Black Bloods and Crips still exist. Shit, I mean, I yeah, well, right. I heard of Alaskan Crips, I guess, and, and Crips in Fiji. Well, yeah, they. So <laughs> yeah, they they are still together but then like i was saying there there are these splinter groups of people who gang members who have snitched um so they're dividing them um i don't know if it was completely um social engineering at first but but they realized oh wow when we put all the snitches together then they form their own little gangs and and that successfully begins to break up the bloods and the crips and when i lived in the ghetto um, in Maryland, uh, Hagerstown, some people, you know, I lived in the, this little city, but the, the ghetto part, um, they were great. I had I had no issues with them at all, but it was, um, they worked together, and and they wouldn't wear their colors because the uh, the motorcycle gang, the, the pagans really ran the show. So everyone got, you know, what's called taxed by the pagans, Um but I, I ended up in this cockroach-infested drug palace, and um, both in social work and in my, you know, my life, I had never witnessed anything like this. I had just such a well-oiled um, drug palace where you had the Bloods and the Crips and the Pagans no, just pumping out. Great, man. Yeah, they Whoa, that's, the Bloods that's and wild. The and the you mean the Pagan blood. motorcycle they, gang? They, yeah, they're using that to try to that's exactly what they're doing. Inka, you mean the pagan motorcycle gang? Yeah, they have the Mid Atlantic, and so yeah, they they yeah they're white. That. They're mostly white people, and they're they're. Right. I'm in. I live in Pennsylvania. They're they're what's big around here as far as outlaw bikers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so down in, right. in um, yeah. yeah, you're right, Chester. 
in that part of Maryland. Well, like, yeah, all over the Mid Atlantic, they got, you know, they, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much their turf. And so, in a place like Hagerstown, they, they were, um, they were around long before the Bloods and the Crips were. So, damn, out in California, so man, it's it's all. Mexican Mafia, last I heard, was an umbrella uh, for all the other Latino gangs out in California that way took over the Bloods and Crips, you know, like, and Mexican Mafia, that's probably CIA-backed. Mexican Mafia and probably CIA-supported, funded, you know, (laughs) and so how could they not win out, you know, like, you know. And uh, they have their. Uh, back then, yeah, I remember back then though. Uh, damn, I remember in, sitting in grade school when the when some, our teacher passed around this crap, said, "There's this new drug called crack," <laughs> and that was when I was a little kid in grade school. Now I believe the CIA invented crack because they have the labs, and. If anyone's heard of the cocaine for Contra scandal, which yeah. you know people call the Iran Contra scandal, where Reagan, Web. George Bush Sr., director of the CIA at the time, said, "Okay, let's uh, bring a bunch of crack from Central you know, Coke from Central America, turn it into crack." But these ghetto people, they're not going to freaking waste a whole bird of crack or coke on trying to make it into crack in the microwave, but the CIA had the the labs, so uh, they probably taught them how to do it, you know? Like, <laughs> so where, where then, is the proof? Then they sell it, then they break it down, sell it, all the... Really, where's the proof that the CIA had any handing in that? I mean, you know, we already know the Air Force. Oh, no, oh, oh I, I don't know, I don't know where, there's probably is some proof out there. I'm just saying, this is my opinion. They were deeply involved in the United States Air Force. Well, yeah, it's Gary Webb's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's my opinion. And based on Gary Webb's yeah. work, my, Michael Rupert, I mean, just right. knowing the whole situation, and I'm just saying, being that they dumped metric, hundreds of thousands of metric tons or whatever into the one of the poor areas in America, South Central L.A., of cocaine, and then all of a sudden crack arrives, which made cocaine affordable to anyone, because anyone can f- scrounge up five bucks eventually. Then you can buy some crack. But, you know, cocaine's expensive. So, but what person in this poor area is going to try to turn a whole bunch of cocaine in their microwave and experiment and risk ruining it by trying to turn it into crack? But the CIA, who did it, they have laboratories. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I believe they invented crack. <laughs> I'll yeah, say. It, 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 <laughs> when you look back at, at, at like Nixon, his, um, was it chief of staff, Haldeman, in his diaries, he was talking about how Nixon hated blacks and Jews. And so they de- deliberately connected uh, not 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 blacks and Jews, excuse me, blacks and and anti-war hippies. So they, um, yeah, made 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 black people. They associated black people with heroin, like they're the only ones using heroin. And then uh, 
psychedelics and weed with hippies, which of course, I mean, there's a lot of hippies that, that actually don't smoke it. They look that look. And, um, but yeah, Nixon was, I mean, those. Inca, man with the links. You're, you're saying something and you like links. So I'll tell you a specific article I can remember. Now listen to this and take note, everybody. It's called, it's called how to win the war on, it's an article by this writer, I forget from where, his name is Dan Baum. It's called, How to Win the War on Drugs, Legalize It All. Yeah. And it's an article, and it goes into the Nixon thing. Nixon had this, like, side right-hand man guy, I don't know what the hell he was, named something Ehrlichman. And they're standing there watching the peace movement, hippies and Black Panthers and stuff marching around against the peace movement in the or the peace move. They were in. The, they're watching the peace movement. Blacks and hippies marching together against the Vietnam War, and they're saying to themselves as they're looking out the window, "Hmm, how could we? These people aren't really doing anything illegal, so how could we really prosecute them?" And one, I think Dan er- the Ehrlichman guy, not Dan, Dan Baum was the guy who wrote this article. Ehrlichman guy said, well, they like doing drugs, the whites like doing the the weed and the acid, and the, the blacks like doing the heroin. This is back, you know, in the 60s, in the peace movement era. Like, And uh, so we'll make that shit illegal, and then that way we can just get them off the streets. We can bust them, you know. And that, the guy says it. There's an audio of the guy saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think sure. yeah. there's uh-huh. proof that yeah, Ehrlichman and and um, uh, <laughs> it was Haldeman too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, I, war and war and drugs, big. Sh- Big you blanket are. over all kinds of other shit. God, nah, I'm just... yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest things that's you know occurred in in our country that that has destroyed it by by becoming the most you know the yeah. the country with the most incarcerated people. I mean, that's yeah, actually and it's destroyed so many individual lives. I mean. You know exactly. Me and you, Inca, were chatting in the room. I mean, my God, people go to jail for multiple decades for something that's they didn't hurt anyone. It's just like, hey, huh, two people saying, "You want to buy this? Yeah, I got some money. I'll uh, buy it. Here you go." go to jail and, for like, you know, you know And then, meanwhile, this. Big Pharma is selling murder to people, <laughs> like <laughs> having your doctor say, "Hey, take this murder." Uh, Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. People go to the same jail for the, that same offense every day, and the thing is, it's people <coughs> making the same stupid excuses. Would you not agree, Songster? The same stupid excuses. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah oh exactly. man. Yeah. yeah. In the oh my well, God, it's all racket. It's all racket. The big You're pharma right. industry, You're the right. whole prison for profit. Pack humans, as many humans as in a small amount of space as possible for money industry. The whole, yeah. god damn. And then <laughs> simultaneously they're funding like total murderous 
gang legal Mexican cartel shit. But these people are funding all these things. There's people, <laughs> you know. I mean, God, the money is going from somewhere from these genocidal maniacs to to fund the Mexican cartel beheading people and sending MS-13 up here to filling our jails with people who haven't hurt hurt anyone. <laughs> and eh, human trafficking, child sex, slave crap part of human trafficking, uh, targeting us, I guess. I mean, damn, holy shit, where's it in? Yeah, and a lot of them, I'm, I'm by no means justifying what they're doing, but I've seen actually some of the more hardened-looking people, um, you know, that probably did a little bit of time type of thing. <laughs> they they don't enjoy the the harassment as much as, for instance, like, the the couple with three kids that that you know they work forty hours a week. In other words, the couple are the ones that are psychopathic and sadistic, and the, and the gangsters that I have in my complex really just don't want to. They, they don't want to be having to do this shit, but they do. They have to. They're fucking lying, Patrick. You're fucking lying to you, man. Who who's lying to me? Yeah, you're pervs. Yeah, they're lying to you. What making perps? up bullshit, man. Your Air Force perps are making up bullshit. may not be the Air Force with you, but it is with me and many others. Yeah, they're making up bullshit. Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty certain they don't have anything to do with sensitive needs. Well, I guess maybe at some level if they're involved in it. Which I yeah I agree with you they are. Um, I agree, man. Yeah. But yeah, I was just saying that you know I I think the the notion that there's it's interesting that some of the people that like look look the the, the meanest and truly the sort of people you wouldn't want to mess with they're not enjoying it as much as like the the sociopaths uh, next door sort of thing the people that I think I get you. I think I get you, Inca. I mean, some of the the hardcore gangsters. I mean, they if they know, if they understand half of we what we do, uh, they could be our allies because they, you know, they exactly. they're um, uh, how do I say it? Uh, they're not spared. They know what's going on. If they do know what's going on, um, they if they have any idea, they they hate the freaking people on top bringing this down on all of us, too. And they're badass, so <laughs> might as well have a, them on our corner if we can. You know <laughs> well, yeah, well, they can have, they, you know, sometimes can be more ethical than, than, than yeah, the, the, than the dentist next door, you know. And, you know, yeah. sort of like the, the Italian mob that, you know, for a long time didn't touch family, you know, and, and you don't, really hear much anymore about the Italian mob, but it's been a long time, Strike. with the exception of White, you know, um, Bulger, Whitey Bulger, you know, that we've, you know, that we've heard anything about the Irish mob, you know, it's just, right. or like, what, what are you talking about? <coughs> um, but yeah, in Colorado, I was, after, I was putting this in the chat when I was 
kind of involved in the, um, some of the first dispensaries, well, really the first one and a few. Um, I was doing writing and PR for him, and a friend was killed because we were able to start getting prices down, and my tail got distinctly, uh, uh, what I'll say is ethnic, and um, it was a, it was a little scary because it, I think it was separate from the gang stalking, um, but I eventually just had a talk with the dude that was you know I was I was asking other people like you know who's your who's your leader you know who do I got to talk to and I eventually had like a little talk and you know um, you know just reasoning with them and saying I'm not you know I I'm not looking to figure out who killed my friend sort of thing and I'm. I'll be moving out of here, you know, soon. And they totally, like, just stepped back. How's everybody tonight? Hey, babe. How you doing, lady? Good. I'm all right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks for letting me talk about that. <laughs> hey, Inca, I'm sorry to hear about your friend. Being killed. I had a friend who was shot to death in Philadelphia. I, when I, I when I lived there, he was a dear friend I grew up with in high school, and we both moved to Philadelphia, but lived on diametrically opposite ends of the city. So I only saw him yeah. like twice in five years, and then one day my other friend calls and says he he was shot to death, and uh, it seemed just it sounded like a rant, like it was random, and they say they caught the guys that did it but who knows if they were the guys because they have people waiting on hold to be <laughs> accused and charged you know i mean i don't know, i don't know how many witnesses there were, it was the night time you know and uh yeah i i lived place i lived heard gunshots every freaking night i only called the cops once in my well twice in my life this time was cuz i heard bunch of gunshots right in front of my place and i just said hey heard a bunch of gunshots like half a block north on 30 so you think it was second street that did that there were gunshots around your house yeah well that was when i lived in philadelphia yeah and i i live in central pennsylvania now this is an apartment in, in the, philadelphia like, were you in the uh the kind of the city limits in philly yeah uh we like yeah a, it was uh, in in yeah pretty much like in inner city, like right across from the art museum, across the Schuylkill River, a couple blocks. It's called Mantua. Okay. Yeah. I, I've I've heard about the art museum. I've been to the I forgot what it's called the the, the yeah the one museum. Rocky Balboa ran up the steps. That one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I, I uh, went to a bunch of dead shows there <laughs> a long time ago. I once went driving in Philly. I was on my way to to Delaware and. Um, I was out of my cord <laughs> in a way in a way that you'd understand uh short story. I'm driving around and I gotta yeah. make it to Delaware but I I got this I got this thought that um I wanted to find like the really, really bad section of Philly. <laughs> that shouldn't be hard to find. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did, yeah, it didn't take too long. Filthy Delphia, uh, city of brotherly love, my ass. <laughs> you know, the well, nickname for it yeah. is the city of brotherly love. 
And that was a freaking joke. <laughs> when I ruined living, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, what I what, what I was doing was so stupid, and the guys, you know, basically, and then I eventually like stopped and asked for directions. <laughs> a bunch of guys on the corner, and um, I think they were afraid to do anything because they're like, what this guy, you know, like what the fuck is he doing? He, you know. I think it was just truly <laughs> get a load of this. I think it was targeted back then, but I had no idea what the word targeted or gang stalking or anything meant or being surfe you know, I just was, I think, now that I think back, because I lived in a bad ghetto where like shootings happened all over the t- place and no one <sighs> fucked with me. No one fucked with me. And they would look at me like they were afraid of me. All these badasses that would because yeah, I think they they knew that some feds or something or cops were, uh, and they didn't want to be associated with it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's, no, so, that makes again that that's that makes a funny excuse sense. that they try to use. You know, that's the organized stalking bogus investigation. Yeah, they're open up a phony investigation, and they're not not anything that they do is remotely tied to anything involving anything investigation. That's their phony line, their excuse that they're using to fool some of these local authorities here. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as the people wake up to that truth, uh, the sooner the better off they will be. So. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. These I, dudes, I, these dudes at Philly, hard asses would you know that shot people. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they exactly. would. They they they, they looked yeah. at me like I had some kind of plague or something, and they didn't mess with me. And but they, I, 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 it just seems like okay. I, I must have been because of the targeting. They somehow knew something I didn't. That some feds or cops were on me, and they don't want to mess with me because yeah. then they'll be seen by these feds or cops that are on me, as and then they'll get in trouble. So they're just going to stay out of it, you know. So I got left alone pretty much. Uh, no. No, well, that, that's well, that, yeah, that's the Air Force perps trying to turn the local. Yeah, it's a local psyop on the the local law enforcement. It's actually what it is. So anything they do to try to you know think that oh, we're big bad government, uh, big brother, et cetera, they're going to try to do that, and they're going to try to continue exploiting people and keeping people awake, et cetera, while they're trying to sleep and spreading lies about people having hepatitis, et cetera. You know. Any way they can do that, they're going to continue it. You know, if it's being coordinated by AI, then, yeah, that's the Air Force's contemporary way of doing things like that, you know, harassing people. But uh, they haven't, I must admit, they've not done it uh, so much here recently. But, uh, you know, there has been some uh, passive uh, phony disease propaganda, et cetera, being circulated. Uh, throughout the airwaves, so just want to warn you guys about that, and uh, thank you, thank you guys. Yeah. Hey Ryan, uh, did you get my? I I said in a chat, I don't know how many days ago, I was uh, sent you a few links maybe, or I mentioned some stuff. There's this guy named, he's a targeted individual. His name is Michael Barden, and he has a YouTube channel. He was air. Air Force, he's ex Air Force, yeah. and then he's a fireman. He All gets right. targeted and stuff. He's a really good guy, you know. Like, 
So not yeah. all, you know, of course, you not all anyone's anything. Everyone knows that is, is smart enough. But uh, yeah, he's a good guy, and uh, he's worth checking out. Michael Barden. Michael Barden. Okay, let me let me. Uh, he gets targeted, perhaps by Air Force people, yeah. or he's ex Air Force himself. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a whistleblower. But, Chauncey, he's a, yeah, yeah. Whistleblower. yeah, exactly. And all all military all branches of the military, some you know, not all of them, you know, not all people in the branches, but all branches. Right. Some people are involved. The in the C, alphabet boys. They call them CIA, DIA, <laughs> DEA, blah blah blah, this this and that, all the way down to the state and local law enforcement. They're all involved, you know. Well, they're not all. And no, not all. Of, well, not every single human right. individual in the. Yeah, but I mean, the, as a, no no agency is exempt from being participating in. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I go as far as saying no agency is exempt from being uh, forcefully, uh, subliminally manipulated, et cetera. Yeah, that too. There's one entity that that um, I've been meaning to put. There, there's not a lot of great information on it, but in in my targeting, they definitely have a lot to do with coordinating the logistics, and I think they could be coordinating the logistics in other people's, but they're called um, multi-jurisdictional task forces. They're supposed to be just for drugs, um, but they connect federal, state, and local task forces together. And um, their seal, you know, they're, you know, like the, their seal is really interesting. It's like got like a, a, a demon with like, uh, big black wings, and um, but they have the ability yeah. Man, uh, to coordinate yeah, yeah, they... a lot of the, the resources. Oh wow! It doesn't well, surprise I, I me. Suspect... Oh yeah, I I'm sorry. I don't want to tell they're... you. Yeah, it's. I suspect that <laughs> Ryan. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, man, you, you're hilarious, man. I suspect that they are the dots between some of us and the state data fusion centers. So you have <laughs> the, the state data fusion centers collating a lot of the information, but being no, mostly right. like a... Well, you're probably right, man. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> well, these huge, you know, in in the Denver one, Go ahead, in the man. Denver State Fusion Center, there were 55 different public and private <laughs> entities when, and this was way back in like 2007, um, eight. So you got military, you got intelligence, you got all law enforcement, and then you got tons of private companies and yeah I hear in, you man yeah. in in there another you know is another like sort of go between us yeah and, and but, but see man I, you guys gotta understand man I can't be there and watch that chat 24-7 man some idiot uh, you know what I refer to as a little turd you know I just tell it straight up like it is it's the truth 
a little turd comes in here and he's calling me homosexual, calling you homosexual, Neil, or whoever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put them in their place. So, oh, my, my, my screen froze. Like I, I keep trying to reboot it, but it's just frozen on me. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not seeing his takes on my uh, sexuality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <coughs> hey, Inca, um, you're, you're right about all the... Yeah, they got all kinds of acronyms. They got all kinds of little departments, the fusion centers, and there's even one called LEIUs, Law Enforcement Intelligence Units. They're part of this stuff, too. And... uh and they go they, back. Yeah. I mean, the whole getting name of the game is compartmentalizing it as so much as possible so that they can plausible deniability, so they can people can avoid blame because any victim doesn't know where to frickin' turn, where to point. There's could be, what could be them or them or them or them or them. Or, but it's all of them, always, you know. <laughs> yeah, and they can mix it up. They can have, you know, they can have one sort of group of people working on you for a while then bring in an, a whole different team and yeah I had a well, I still have um, um, my uncle was um, a homicide detective in Long Island and he had done like narcotics and, and vice plain clothes stuff before that and um, right. then he worked for like the Manhattan medical examiner you know, <laughs> investigator but then out of nowhere Next thing I know, I'm asking about him. My dad's saying, "Well, he's he's the director of intelligence for uh, Cablevision." So this is—I was talking to Kyle about this. This is something I can talk about because it's it's um, it's you know it was private intelligence. It's in the public domain, um, but I, I couldn't figure out like how he was able to move from one job into being a director of a a transnational company's intelligence. And um, I didn't figure that out until I read that one, you know, I, I read it online, like an analysis of what w- was going on with us, because I had never heard of law intelligence, you know, law enforcement intelligence units. Well, um, you know what, Patrick, my response to that is uh, send those people my way. S- send them your way? Yeah. Send them my way. Let's do business, yeah. I'm all ears, yeah. I don't know if I trust them, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's that, Kyle? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, yeah, we can, at least I can hear you. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who was that? Chilling. Yeah, that was you. I was just uh, listening. <laughs> yeah, Seanster, did you see it? Um, there was an article about the, the law intelligence, or law enforcement intelligence units that was like... Written in the 70s, maybe, or something like that, by uh, George O'Toole. That's the first time I saw it. it. 
No, I, di- I didn't see that. George O'Toole, huh? I mean, that's a well-kept secret. Yeah. Um, What's well, like? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm try to find that here on the, in the on the internet. And uh, yeah, George. You know, I George I got George, it. I I've been jacked and harassed by cops and dirty cops, but believe me, I'm, if I appreciate a good cop, and I wish that damn blue line, thin blue line, or whatever, didn't exist because the dirty cops make the good cops look bad, but they exactly. let them yeah. let them exist in the agent, you know, because of the thin blue line. It's like, just get rid of them. Then you guys won't have a bad rap, and uh, we don't want to get killed out here in the streets, us citizens, by you psychos. So just get rid of the psychos, and you good guys stay in there. When I was a freaking kid in high school, most things change. Things are terrible now, but when I was a kid in high school, and like, man, this is like, well, 1990, I was with a couple of friends. I was smoking pot and drinking a few beers in the middle of a bright Saturday afternoon right beside our high school in the stairwell. And one of the coolest cops in our town caught us. And we're like, shit, we're caught. Here, you want a beer? He's like, sure. And we just all sat on his hood in the freaking parking lot of the, our, our own high school, my high school in a bright Saturday afternoon and drank beers with a, yeah, man. Uh, a beer yeah. with this cop. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fun. It sounds like fun, yeah. These days, they just all shoot you, I guess. I don't know what the, you know. Yeah. Fucking uh, nuts these yeah, days. Yeah, it has gotten pretty bad. I, it was striking. I read, um, I think it was The Economist had an article about all the shootings you know, between like 2015, I forgot the actual time frame, but you know, like 500, 600, or 700. And in in um, in Great Britain, uh, like in a three-year period, there was only one fatality by cop. Only fucking one, and and people were in the streets protesting. Jeez. Okay, Britain. But I do, yeah. What what year was that, Inca? Britain, Britain, like, was that recently? Yeah, yeah, like in the last, you know. Be, wow, Britain still has it somewhat together compared to us, apparently. Damn, yeah. we're freaking whacked out compared yeah. to Britain, apparently. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, that's it. It, it was so striking, you know. Like, I don't remember exactly where where our homicide rate was you know in the year of coverage but it was you know somewhere between 400 and 700 and and, and in the same time period there had been only one and it was it, it was of some like london i think he was london like um drug kingpin <laughs> and uh, they rioted in the streets just because of one one death yeah, I mean, one unjust unjust murder deserves attention, but in America, everyone's too d- distracted by whatever to even remember, give a crap 
Although, although in your face every other week, there's people getting blasted, unarmed people getting blasted for no damn reason every other freaking week. You know, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's truly crazy. It's no wonder something like this is going on. It's not just black people either. They don't, because the, 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 the damn divine and conquer agenda, they push in the media, if they show it at all in the media, if these unarmed people cop shooting, it's, it's black people. And it probably is, it, it outnumbers the white people probably, but there are almost as many white people and all kinds of other people. They get shot un, un, uh, warranted. By cops for no good damn reason at all, you know that are no threat. Like God, you know he has someone on their belly. You know they have them pinned down, and then they shoot. You know shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm listening. I, I'm just Looks trying to find a source of that noise. It sounds like something, like a chirping. It's like. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I could hear it there. You, you know, one of the many sounds that the I was going to say, one of the sounds that the the people at uh, Cuba were saying, like, <laughs> were, oh were yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. The verification test trigger, yeah, verification. Yeah, thank you, man. Well, they were. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly and a lot of the calls there there have been these chirps that are that sound exactly like a. When a fire alarm battery is dying, you hear that little like beep, the chirp. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking it seriously now because. But he, but he's trying to use negative anchors on me. He's not going to win against me. He realizes that. Yeah, he's like dumbfounded by that. He's like, you get what I'm. No, I'm not. I'm trying to. No, I'm not talking about you, man. I'm not talking about you. Yeah, go ahead, but Patrick. It it, go ahead, Patrick. I can't if you're talking over me or like. <laughs> I'm offering you, man. Go ahead, dude. I was just simply saying that the the chirps, I've been hearing right. them more frequently on calls, and it's coinciding with uh, the chirps that have been happening at the embassy. So it's um, and on one occasion, I um. I've been hearing my neighbor, like I, I don't, well, I, I never have had V2K. It, this would be the first that I know of, but I've been hearing beeps that sound just like an alarm clock, but, but really loud. And maybe about a dozen times, but the last time I, I heard those beeps within about a minute later, I was, you know, in, hit with an in, you know, in, instantaneous excruciating headache. Um, so I do wonder what's going on and how many of us may be actually manifesting and experiencing the same sort of stuff that's going on in Cuba yeah the magician trying to fool people hey Ryan uh, Richard Lighthouse you heard of him 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he. Oh, anyone listening? Richard Lighthouse is great. He's there's interviews of him, and the mm-hmm. best thing about him on Smashwords dot com this website, he has a more than a couple dozen free downloadable ebooks. They're like whole books, pamphlets, all free, downloadable on smashwords.com. And he was ex-Air Force, too, and they target him, too, because he's a truth teller. Yeah. Yeah, I was glad to hear Mitch say that um, Dr. Lighthouse and um, Jack Christiana... Yeah, yeah, Jack this, yeah, yeah, Patrick. She said, Mitch sent me a picture earlier with uh, all of them sitting around a table, you know, discussing things as targeted justice. Yeah, yeah, I sent her message back and I said, yeah, that's impressive and uh, it's uh, very clever. And more power to you guys and Godspeed to you. Targeted justice, more power to targeted justice and uh, Godspeed to them, you know. Christiana's oh, yeah. uh, progressing with some kind of lawsuit. He's getting some kind of lawsuit done, and he's succeeding. That Jack Christiana guy. Yeah. Yeah, All he right. started. I, I don't think he graduated, but he, he he got at least a year or maybe a couple years from law school. No, no, Patrick. But he's also trying to use that to discredit you, buddy. He's also um, but they, a hardcore. They, but see, they realize they can't win against us. So, you know, it's like they're under strict orders not to, you know, kill, etc. And if they do, okay, there will so be I'll some go back. I guess we'll change the subject. Right. Um, hey, you guys, that you're being my every everything you think, you say, utter everything you do is being monitored, and so forth. <laughs> it's the same thing with me. Everything I do, say, and think is it's being monitored, man. Yeah, it's it's we we must face up and you know face reality. It's true. You know that it's true, and I know that it's true. Could you not argue with that? Wouldn't you agree, Patrick? Yeah. Yeah. No. I agree, Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. What do you agree with? I agree. Thank you, ladies. Can Can she put it in her words? Absolutely. I just got on the line. I just got on the phone, but I agree, like that everything is being monitored. There's Absolutely. nothing. Yeah. There's oh, nothing. Oh, I, I agree. Um, Everything's being monitored. Brian's going. Brian's going up. You just may not have heard before. He's going way beyond that, saying things that that we are saying are manifestations of these Air Force perps that are after him. Exactly. Did you say, you know what's so funny, I, Air Force thing, like the, the same thing's like happening to me, like I just woke up from a dream, that's why I'm late on the call, but, um, and it's funny, like I, I walk into this call like this, but like, I think they're hell-bent on a war, they want it, they yep. want people to act out. Exactly, it's a sigh-up, yep, you're yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. They want people to act out, and, like, they're looking for um, primal fears. And the last time I, the last time we were on this call, like, I didn't get to, to say, like, that's part of their manipulation tactics, is that they prey on our primal fears. Um, yeah, and, and, and 
constant state of fight or flight. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or freeze. So they try to, yeah, and they try to, um, they try to find what your primal fear is. So they go through the gamut of, of things. And last night they did the, they did the, I was actually like in combat and I was, I was having to learn how to use like those, those big, huge, like guns, the, the, they're like missile guns. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't do this kind of, like, that's not me. I'm like the, the, the former, you know, skater chick, fucking whatever dude kind of girl, <laughs> you know? And, and these people are like, they're crazy. They upload, it's like they're trying to upload stuff into our, our hard drives, our brains. Yeah, so oh, themes that have never been in any of your other dreams. I have never even want, had any desire to hold a firearm in my entire life. I am the kind of person who would, like, if I was given the choice of a of a guitar or a gun, I would choose the guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier, and I think a lot of people were agreeing that that they were having dreams that were not, didn't seem natural. Yeah. And I have them too, but, but they're so weird they that don't I have it that fast. Yeah. And then it's just really strange. Like I would, I would never even think about going, I mean, like we're in the middle of a war in my dream and I'm having to learn how to like, shoot these things and I'm just like this is so like everybody else is like excited to do it and I'm like what the hell is this you know ma'am did you have these uh, fake gun these gun dreams more than one time no this is the first time it happened so they're they're going through like different primal things like the other day Mm -hmm. it was like it was like they forced me to watch like or forced me to be and like a, it was like their pornography, you know. It's just really weird. Like the, their dreams that I had never. I know they're not my dreams, because I'm yeah. I'm a I'm like a mystic. I don't have dreams like that. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. I mean, yeah, I they no are re- really dreams. easy to identify the fake dreams, yeah. especially if you have the more than once. Like that's, but wow, yeah. yeah. I mean. <laughs> I have more prolific dreams. I have, my dreams are more like the ones that I'm more used to having, like the ones that happened to me are like before this started happening, I had a dream about about being, it, it was like these really fast lights and they were moving up and down and diagonally and back and forth. And I was getting chased and something and back then I didn't know what it was but in my dream his name was was Deuti and um, that's what he called himself Deuti Deuti that's what he called himself that's what he called himself Deuti what was it well later on I started doing research on it and and I was trying to find out what it was and it was it's like a, a different way they call the Egyptian god Thoth. They call him by a different name too. Because I was I was like, what the hell?
hell is this name? I never, but I never saw his face. It was just like a figure in my dream that pulled me out or as soon as he was trying to pull me out of the dream, like in my dream. So it was a dream within a dream. Um, There was like a dog type of, but it wasn't a dog. It was like a demon. It was like a, like a demon dog. Like, have you ever seen Michael Parks? Michael right. Parks yeah. has um, yeah, those kind of... Yeah, I know all that demon stuff and, you know, UFO and all that stuff, alien stuff, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah good but in the dream... There, there, you know, there, there's good and there's bad on this planet, so, yeah, I yeah. identify with that. There's good and bad on this planet. It's the but way those the are my kind of dreams. Like, I'm not... Well, it's a composition of the world. There's good and there's bad. There's good 